the Lord of the Manor has returned early from his business trip. Because of course he would. <laughs> well, we're currently incognito. Maybe we can just get our information and just go. Yeah. You know, how great would it be if he's like, as as is customary for serving me, I must tell you my one weakness. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you the one and only way in which I can be defeated. We just gotta poke him with a picture frame, that's you it. You must protect me from this at all costs. Mm-hmm. And all the servant staff must know it. So, I am weak to... <laughs> Milk. Yeah, <laughs> Gives me gas. I'd be like, oh, but I but I make such good milkshakes. He's like, okay, all right, all right, I'll try them anyway. <laughs> and then you kill them, and it and it works. And it's like, oh man, we we beat the campaign <laughs> four levels early. We did it. So you guys are all currently in the kitchen, then. Other than Vera, who's out in the cart. So let's move all everyone to the kitchen. So at this point, the serving staff is getting ready because the master has returned. And he enjoys a meal served promptly upon his return. So they've gone from scrubbing and cleaning to preparing food. Nice. They're issuing orders to each of you to help them out in various ways. So if you wouldn't mind a profession check, unless you have a cooking skill. So wisdom? Yeah, wisdom check is fine. (laughs) Oh, that's a 12 from good old Kenny. So yes. Well, it's a decent check. It's better than what they normally do. You, you, uh, a 17 for me. you actively don't get in their way. So that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's better. Marcus and Lavette, you actually are good enough that you assist them. Woo! We come from places where there's good food. Well, actually, I think that now that I've actually, we've seen it in game, I don't think that gnomes really have very good food. <laughs> they probably have really bland <clears throat> cooking. I imagine and all the fish and stuff comes from her mom. After hearing the explosion noise, Vera will transform into a bee and be on the outside of the castle. Okay. And I currently look like Care with a black wig. Right. So you guys all start assisting with the cooking, and you <clears throat> notice that Karis is actually very good at it, strangely. Huh. Yeah. Why did we not make use of this earlier? Because I'm the cook in the group. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to make shitty meals. <laughs> I, see, I see. You sure do. <laughs> For comedic effect. So, they are preparing a meal, and Johan will step in into the kitchen, checking up on the progress of the meal. And he's not happy with you guys, per se, but he feels that you have made an adequate amount of progress. He, like, looks through the room, and he points to Soul and says... Oh, no. And says, you're going to be doing the serving. Oh, at that, at that, Freda looks a little bit disappointed. Oh, wait, how do I talk? <laughs> of course, I would be delighted to. All right, so he'll turn and leave, and Freda is definitely dejected looking. She goes back to cooking. So what's a good way to serve a lord? <laughs> yes, anyone? Well, are you asking the serving staff, or are you asking the party? Yeah, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In that case, Ilana, sort of the, the one in charge of the kitchen, will talk about how uh, his lordship enjoys the finer things in life. You know, he enjoys good food, good music, beautiful women. He enjoys the finest things available. So He then, likes music? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I happen to be subpar good at playing a liar and singing. Would that be good after serving him? Possibly. If he wishes to have music while he eats... Got it. So only if he requests. Well, I mean, everything is only as he requests. 
Right. Got it. Okay. I can do this. She looks a little bit concerned, but doesn't say anything. <laughs> Inner screaming. <laughs> Since I'll be serving, can I finish helping you guys, or should I start that now? So what should, what should I be calling you? What would the master want? Magic, maybe? I think if you need to know what the master wants, you should probably ask him. Of course, that makes perfect sense. Thank you, adorable ginger. Adorable? <laughs> 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 adorable. Well, I mean, she's not wrong. All of that goes tomato red. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not wrong. I mean... You are kind of cute. I just continue to work. Both hands in front of face. Soul looks a little taken aback by Marcus's comment. <clears throat> Anyways, so we'll finish up our work in here and then I'll begin serving. Does he call for me to start serving or do I just do that? Ilana will say that once the food is ready, we'll all take it out together. And then one of us will stay behind, which will be you, to take care of any other needs that arise. Of course. So, filling drinks. It's my pleasure. Moving plates around. Being overall charming. (laughs) Yeah, Elena, again, looks a little concerned, but says nothing. Sorry. Being polite and courteous as possible. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Uh, I remember something else. Um, This is important. I was hoping to maybe use this for something else, to give it a test run. I kind of wanted to save it as a surprise, but just to make sure that everything is safe and okay, I think we might want to use this once we go out to the kitchen. I'm going to pull out the little clamps. They have like an oval in the center with all the little intricate designs and then little like spider legs. They're about the size of a person's neck. Okay. Uh, they're... Probably smaller than that, but that you attach this to the back of your neck, and well, it's kind of hard to explain how it works. Does it hurt? Yeah, not much. No, it shouldn't hurt. <laughs> what does um, it do? I just, uh, you should just try it on. Hey, Soul puts it on their neck, trusting Levette currently. <laughs> so it clamps on. There's maybe a little pinch, but really not anything. And suddenly you can feel like an emotional connection. You can feel. All of Lovette's surface level emotions. And, and what does that mean? Presumably she can feel yours. Okay. So um, if things get really stressful for you, we'll know immediately. And if, if things are going too far but you can't talk, you can't say it, we can get you out of the So hands up an okay symbol. And then they scream on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> but they're smiling. But it's also kind of weird because they've definitely been taking Muse. Oh, yeah. So have fun with that. <laughs> oh, phew. <laughs> probably helps, honestly. Surface level, they're doing They feel fine, but there's this gut anxiety that just won't go away for some odd reason. And, and immense dread to a time limit that they're feeling as well. Well, that surface level is just on alert mode. Just adrenaline going right now. Cool. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll try to ride on your adrenaline. At least Soul isn't being like the shittiest cook worker person currently. Just moderately. So what is quote unquote Mary doing? Are they looking in on this conversation currently? Mary, quote unquote, was assisting with the cooking. Alright, so she's Yeah, and being that she rolled the best check on the cooking, that she's essentially over here working with Ilana and Freda and and Luzia. So can I ask you a kind of a wheel table? What? Can I have it hug while you look like that? Does I look like her ass? Yeah, it's a real opportunity. 
Uh. <laughs> you do feel dirty? Yeah. I feel used. Yeah, well, I noticed that then. Never mind, I'm sorry. Soul just kind of grabs you and gives you a really quick hug, but it's not super affection. It's just kind of there. Okay. And then they like pull you off and then go back to working. But they look a little hurt. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, they, they Actually, you can feel, feel it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah <laughs> feel it. Yeah. Sorry. That's a dirty feeling. <laughs> First mark. I love that. This is great. Ah. <sighs> All right, so we're preparing, getting everything ready, mm-hmm. existing. Right. Okay, so a few more minutes later, finishing touches are put on the first course, and the serving staff plate everything up onto large platters and kind of look to everyone and like, all right, everyone take a plate. Are we all ready? Yes. Okay, so everybody grabs a plate of food, and the first course is mostly a lot of vegetables, like a lot of various preparations of vegetables, because the meat is still cooking for the mm-hmm. larger entrees. There's some different kinds of fowl, and there's some pork cooking. There's a stew going. I mean, there's a lot of food. Way more than should ever be served to one person. But he's gluttony, right? Kind of. Yeah, okay. All right, so Ilana, Luzia, and Freda lead the way, and have you We've guys followed? What? Have we seen him yet? No. No. All right. Oh, dear. Well, I mean, Vera's seen him in the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Well, unless he got inside before I got there. No, in the clouds when you were with makes a lot of noise back when we were dealing with the orc. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was Glarv. That is true. That was Glarv. Good old G. So, following them, I'm going to go ahead and place you guys out in the room here. Do they have us dressed fancy? I mean, this is serving a... Yeah, yeah, it's serving the Lord of the Manor. So, they go out, and then they end up on the other side of the table, and you all follow their lead, and you place your platters down on the table at the same time. And sitting at the head of the table is a human male, looking like he's maybe in his early 30s, wearing fine clothes. He looks like a vampire. (laughs) Gaston! Gaston vampire. He does look like Gaston. I fucking love this motherfucker. He also looks like John Travolta. I thought thought he looked like John Travolta personally. Yeah, he does look like John Travolta. So he's got like his hair pulled back into a fashionable ponytail. He's wearing this fine red coat with gold inlay on it. He's got a puffy white shirt. He's got a jaunty cane leaned up against the table next to him. And he's just sort of sitting there with a smirk on his face. Because, you know, he's in the middle of his castle. He's got nothing to worry about. His life is perfect. Yeah, definitely nothing to worry about. Everyone make a perception <laughs> check. Okay. I had a 24. Yeah, wow, Marcus had a nat 20 with 25. Well, that was worse. So Levesque got a 10. I just want you to know, I've rolled two dice so far this session, and they've both been 19. So yeah. Wow. Go Karis. Yeah, so Karis is killing it. Karis got a 28 on her perception. So what you guys notice is this guy is very well put together. He's wearing the cutting edgest of fashion. He looks like his wardrobe is probably worth more than, you know, most of these servants' entire life collection of all the money they could earn in a lifetime. What about Soul's family? No, not Soul's family. He's okay. rich. He's very, very not, rich. But not, not that rich. Well, maybe, maybe not. I'm just saying that... Maybe his, close? Well, his clothing it would be something that you would see similar in your area. Okay. Oh. Oh, okay. Ooh. So he's wearing, like, high fashion, is my point. But what you also notice is he is stealing glances at Sol every so often. Uh He's not really paying attention to the other servants, but he is every so often. When he thinks no one's looking at him, he looks over at Sol. And because you guys got above a 20 on your perception, you notice that as well. Have I made eye contact with him yet? If you want to make eye contact with him, you can. I'm going to wait until I'm actually serving him, I think. 
Okay. I'm going to let it simmer. So he sees the, the first course. Johan announces the food, announces the first course, and then uh, dismisses the rest of the serving staff back to the kitchen. So they file back into the kitchen. This all stays. And he leaves you there. Okay. So he has you take position there by the head of the table, and then he goes back to coordinate the second course. So Sol's got their back up straight, their hands are folded in front of them, and they're keeping their head forward, but their eyes are down in like a very demure kind of way. We're going to act this one up. Mm-hmm. Great word right there. Question. Yes. Are those windows at the back of the castle? Yes, those are windows in the back of the room, above the stage there. Cool. He thinks Farrah's going to fly there. I did, in fact. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, I would have known about that because of the you scouting did. that yeah. Hummel did. Yeah. Right. So the lord of the manor starts to dig in to the food in front of him. Okay. Anything going okay. on in the kitchen? Well, uh, Mally? What? Shane? Can't hear Mally? I suppose so. I, um, <laughs> we might need to, we need to figure out the plan to get this. Callie's out of the yeah, You know what I mean. We need it just in case. I don't. Uh, this kind of snuck up on me. Well, I mean, as long as nothing crazy happens, it's, it's just well, a meal, right? Crazy does happen. Crazy things happen yeah. around us a lot. Uh, <laughs> well, Isn't like crazy, know. like kind of thing? I mean, luckily, we're not really pushovers, are we? If things go crazy, then Please don't mention so do luck. we. As much as I like Levette, don't mention luck. We still really like you. Well, we can't fight this guy head on, according to what Corona said. So someone has to scout around, I think, maybe and find his weakness if it's not just those paintings out in the shed. Should somebody sneak out and maybe get... I mean, should we just, like, burn all of the paintings? Like, Well, uh, I don't know. I mean, if that works, it would be perfect. But if it doesn't work, it would blow our cover immediately. I mean, how do we know our cover is not already blown? Well, okay, well, if he's playing games with us, we need to make him think that he can keep playing some until we have the upper hand. We can't just show our hand immediately. We got to get the food ready, too. I will say, when I was in that temple and I took down the pictures that I did take down, I did feel something from... I think there might be something to those pictures in that shrine. No, you didn't. Not because I was in the vision. Jeez. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. That's some spicy stuff right there. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, you did. (laughs) I did. Just don't make any sort of counter roll. Uh, yeah, I know. What are you rolling against? You. Yeah, well, what did I? What did... A, against what number? How do you know that you succeeded? I mean, probably because I can't roll above a ten, but you know, <laughs> at least try. You might. I mean, you could get lucky. For the podcast, Marcus rolled a sixteen because he forgot to <laughs> say so. Also, he oh, rolled to intimidate Levet. Yeah, that wasn't clear. <laughs> We're fucking new, new casters <laughs> over Sports. here. Sports. Wow, it's quite a roll over there. Mm. Have you seen anything like it? I've seen plenty of things like it. He has a minus one for some reason because of effects. Strange, isn't it? Probably because he's a creepy ghost. They, they are in the middle of nowhere. Effects, you know. Is that how sports commentators sound, you guys? Yes. <laughs> like old timey people. All right. So the DC is 10 plus your level plus your wisdom modifier. Oh, fuck. So DC 18. A lot. So, okay, okay. So you did not intimidate me. I did not intimidate. Ah. Uh... Okay. So, so you're going to just kind of feel a pang of just sudden intense hate. Ooh. Soul is trying to keep their cool. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be distracting at all. Yeah, I was wondering how this might pan out. But... I like how this emotion bond has done nothing but 
make this more complicated for Soul. Oh yeah, I, I was kind of hoping it would, but I was what also what the fuck is wrong know. with you? <laughs> but also no, but I also like the legit use of you panicking, dude. Because there's just gonna be a, there's going to be a point where you're gonna be like, this is too far, but you don't want to let it show because you don't want to blow your cover, and that will be so useful at that moment. Then we just start fucking shit up. So the Lord of the Manor is working through a large salad currently. He's leaning back in his chair and he takes a cherry tomato and pops it in his mouth. And he kind of looks over to Karis Soul and says... Carousel. So. Yeah, Carousel. Carousel. And says... <laughs> so... Yes, did, my lord? Did you think you'd get away with it? <laughs> away with what, my lord? Uh-oh. I think you know what I mean. He pops another cherry tomato in his mouth. <laughs> I play it cool. No, you might need to get to <laughs> Apologies. I don't know what you mean, my lord. Well, you don't seem to be a common servant. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'm going <clears throat> to start the Archie timer. That's what uh, I was thinking. <laughs> well, I'm going to go put him outside. Nervously brushes their hair back behind their human ears that they have currently. Mm hmm. <laughs> Whatever do you mean, my lord? Please elaborate, if you wouldn't mind. And Sol kind of does this look down at the ground, look up at him, and look back down. Very coy. Very coy. Well, it's just that there aren't very many servants that uh, that carry one of those. He points to the lyre that is, I'm assuming, still on you. Yes. I would never leave Symphonia's wit. <laughs> yeah, I built that thing. That's what I thought. He points to the lyre that's, I'm guessing, on your hip. Yep. Oh, this... It's... I just play a little bit of music here and there. Let's hear a tune. Of course. Uh Would you like me to be on stage or simply right here for you? I think I'll keep you where I can see you, if you don't mind. (laughs) Not at all, my lord. Fuck! (laughs) Okay, so strings and sing? Uh, It's up to you. What are you going to do? Oh, I can't be too fancy. I'll do... I'll do strings. Do you think you can get some artisan pinch? I got a 29 for my strings and a nat 20 for my sing, which totaled in 38. All right. I'm a really good singer. (laughs) I imagine that the emotional bond helped there, too, which is like all of a sudden, whoa, I feel actually super fucking confident. All right, we got this. That is like the best feeling is when Soul's probably singing. Everything else kind of melts away normally. When singing while high, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So while you're singing and playing, he continues eating and he gets through a couple more plates of stuff. And when you finish, he kind of nods, doesn't say anything. Make Are there per- any plates that I need to take away make, for Make a perception him? check. Okay, a 30. 30. Okay. He finishes eating while you're still singing and playing your music, and he kind of is, like, leaning back in his chair, and he's sort of absentmindedly rubbing his left ring finger with his right hand. Oh, no! <laughs> um, I'm gonna ignore that. <laughs> Whoops! So what is Soul feeling right now, just so that I have a clear idea of what I'm responding to? There's a nervous heart flutter, but they're trying to keep it cool. Oh, okay. They're like, I'm just going to ignore it, like, unless he talks about it. Nothing's happening. I'm just playing music and taking care of him. Are there any plates that I need to remove from him currently? Yeah, so once your song is over, he doesn't actually tell you to take the plates. It definitely seems like he expects you to take them. That's fine. I'm, I'm going to do that. Do I I just bring them back to the kitchen? Mm-hmm. Okay. So meanwhile in the kitchen, the second course, which was a stew, is just finishing. And they're putting it on a plate for carousel 
to take back into the other room. Soul sets down the dirty dishes in the correct spot. Mm-hmm. Their face looks a little... Well, they're smiling. And they just look over at Lynette. And they just sigh. And then they pull out a muse and put it in their mouth. And they pick up the dishes and turn around. They don't say anything. They just bring out the next dishes. They set them out. At least Soul thinks they know the arrangement just from how they've been served. Mm-hmm. So they kind of are assuming a little, but they have a pretty good idea of what comes first in this meal, at least. Sure, sure. And these particular arrangement of the silverware and the plates and all that. Yeah. Okay. And Soul's like, wow, I can't believe having a good upbringing has given me something good for once. Soul might smirk for a second, but then go back to being demure. Okay. After setting the table, they step back and have their hands folded in front, shoulders back, face forward, but eyes down again. I, I don't think uh, it is the paintings. What do you think it is, then? I don't know. I, I was hoping somebody would say something when they go back, but I don't know. They, they didn't something. say anything. I can't read their mind, but they felt like something felt weird and important, and I said that there was what there in there with him, so I think it's something else. I think they saw what it was, or it was something. Hopefully this goes off without any more complications, then. So, a quick question. Yes. He has a ring on his left ring finger? No. Or he was just rubbing. He was rubbing his finger. Okay, that's what I thought. Ooh. Yeah, I'm just going to wait on this one. I have a plan, but I just a... need to information so it's not a metagamey plan. It was a 30 on perception. What can I say? Well, I'm afraid to say what I'm afraid is mm-hmm. actually being implied. Because I don't want to cause the DM to do something bad. Because I want this to go well. Hmm. So I'm going to wait. Why would a person with your musical talents become a common house servant? Well, with all the issues with how many deaths were told upon from the orcs, I lost a lot of people, and I'm just trying to make ends meet, really. Hmm. It just seems like you could make more money traveling and playing music than you could from serving in the state. Soul makes himself blush. Bluff check. Thank you, my lord. Ah, shit. (laughs) That's a 21? A 21. He nods and says, well... I suppose you have your reasons. It would be nice, maybe. But for now, I'm fine being here. He starts to slowly eat the stew in front of him, savoring each bite of it. Is he, like, showing too actively how he's eating currently? <laughs> not necessarily, no. He's not, like... Okay. He's not, like, being, like, showy. He's just he's just taking his time with this course. Okay. He's not like, mmm, good. <laughs> no. No, he's not, he's not slurping too much either. You're not sure what he's doing. He's just eating slowly. Soul's trying to keep their eyes down and just listening. Because I assume they're waiting for multiple plates to get done so they can bring in the next course. Mm-hmm. They look up for a second just to check on him real quick. You notice when you do, he's also looking in your direction. And you make eye contact. What does his eyes look like? They are brown. Is there yeah. anything special to them at all? Nope. No? Okay. Nope. They look pretty standard. They look like regular human eyes. Soul's gonna keep I mean, that eye contact for just a second longer than a normal instance where you're just like, oh shoot, I, I looked, sorry. Mm-hmm. And then they like do a slow look down to the ground. Okay. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm so sweaty. Feel my hands. Oh, it's or, so sweaty. Right? <laughs> How was Soul feeling during this? Well, they took Muse right before they went out, so they're actually very calm. I, as a player, am nervous, but Soul's keeping their cool. They're playing it up as in their head that they're acting currently. They're on their meds. Yep. Do I need to take 
plates back in at all? So he is slowly eating that soup and he's going to stop, look at you for just a tiny amount of time and then smirk a little bit and then start eating again. Ew. There is a small sliver of disgust that appears very, very low level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Emotion-wise. Excellent. For Levette. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, he's going to finish and push the bowl away from himself. Okay. Is there any other food that he needs to eat, or is that the last plate? No, that was, that was it. It was a big thing of stew. All right. So we'll go forward and come to collect all the dishes and stuff. And right before they turn to leave, they look at him real quick. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of a side eye, but not the kind of like judgy kind, but just mm-hmm. checking elusively. Yeah. And then they kind of do... A slightly flourished heel turn to turn back to the kitchen. Yep. Nice. Nailing it. They come back in. They put the dishes down in the appropriate area. Mm-hmm. I think everything's going well. He seems to be quite happy. Do you know what uh, his... Have you have you needs? I'm trying not to cause too much suspicion currently. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> mostly I'm just listening to what he has to say when he has something to say to me. It's not really good to interrupt a lord or lady. Okay, but do you need some what he thought of I mean, he touched his ring finger once, but there wasn't a ring there. That's all I got so far. Soul shrugs. Hopefully he'll keep talking to me if I just keep at it. So I'm going to grab the next meal, okay? Okay, you got this, okay. Oh, I forgot to mention that Levi was doing, like, breathing exercises when you came back. Just trying to stay calm. Great, that's helping. All right, so what is the Lord doing while Soul's gone. Uh, in the window watching. So what he's doing currently is he's leaned back in his chair. He's got his arms propped behind his head. And he's just sort of sitting there with his chest sort of puffed up with a smile on his face. He looks very self-satisfied. Ew. Too bad you aren't at a window on the other side so you could see what his expression was when I did the flourished twirl away kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Soul grabs the next meal and walks out. Marcus, can you think? Is somehow can you turn invisible or anything? Actually, no, it was that on you're not very sneaky anymore. Mm-hmm. Actually, Melly, I think you might be able to. What? Kelly's why you look like now, it's very blend in very easily. Soul puts the food down on the table, arranges it just so, and like right as they're about to leave that last plate, what? their hand just kinda lingers and they look up really quick, but it's it's a very quick one. Where they just look up at his eyes real quick and then they mm. linger their hand as they pull it back and then they step back into their spot that they had been standing previously. Okay. Back in the kitchen. Um, Callie says, uh, if we bring upstairs, is there a way we can, I mean, is there a way we could get you out of this room, out of the dining room, without you being seen? Because I think that once you are inside the castle, outside of the view of the door of the castle, kind of blend in right now. What do you want me to do up there? Well, do you think that maybe he has a ring kept somewhere? I, I, I think it took out of myself. I think maybe the ring that he is loving for belongs to the loved one that's not lost. But the ring is still there and perhaps that is the totem. Maybe. What else could it be? Sure, I, I guess, but what I if... could investigate myself, but what I'm worried if... that with what's going on with Sol and I, I will get nervous and then start to scope their part. Okay. And Marcus clings around like... Well, is Marcus wearing his armor as a servant? No. No. Okay, well... I still have my kilt. Well, Marcus, you could... <laughs> is there a way you can make yourself unseen or something like that? Best I could do is sneak. Okay, but sneak. he's right in the outer room. Well, just about metagaming for just a second, guys... Soul can cast invisibility on someone if you just let them come back after the meal. Okay. I don't know who you know that. Just an idea. Well, yeah. Soul's casted invisibility on someone else already. Oh, is it? Have I? I don't remember who it was, but I definitely did it. Archie? Yeah, it was... Or, or did we wreck on it? 
We retconned it, but Sol said they could do it. So okay, I'm sorry. I'm sure before that. when we were planning, we were yeah, we were trying to plan for this fucking disaster trip. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's fair. That's a good point. Kind of hold, have people hold off then. All right, I have a plan. Okay, so everyone stays in their position, and I just send a bunch of fucking bees. <laughs> just stay. I mean, that down. would cause a good distraction. Nobody wants to be in a swarm of bees. True. I mean, except the bees and me. Okay, so that's the conversation in the kitchen. All right, so back out in the dining hall, you've laid up the third course, which is a meat pastry, like a meat pie. Okay. And the Lord starts to dig into it, and then between bites he says, Could I trouble you for another song, then? (laughs) Of course, my Lord. Oh, boy. Well, actually, this time I'm gonna change it up and do percussion with alter musical instruments. Kind of soothing drums. So Just going... to surprise him. Okay. Do thunderous drums. <laughs> so you take out your lyre and use alter <laughs> musical instrument on it and begin playing a drum-based percussive song. Which is 27. All right, you get a 27. It sounds good. Dang. All right. Soul kind of looks like they're smirking a little bit because they're like, ha I made music. And Soul will sing. It's where you would think there would be a beat where someone will kind of tap against like a guitar or something almost. Sure. Yep, yep. And Soul's going to kind of sing. Ooh, that's a 22. Cool. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then Soul's going to slowly change the percussion to beat to strings and a beat almost, where mm-hmm. it's like kind of mixing it depending mm-hmm. on where their fingers are. Yeah. So, so 21 it, for the strings. So at this point, you're pretty much just trying to show off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But it's a good song. Well, sure, sure, sure. But Saul's enjoying it. And mm-hmm. Lovette probably feels amazing currently due to that. Yeah, I was going to say, if Lovette knew what was going on, she'd be freaking out. But all she knows is that Soul feels awesome. She's, she's like, oh, it must be going awesome. <laughs> and Lovette has done her muse at this point because she's trying to make sure she doesn't freak out. <laughs> okay. When your song finishes, he's about halfway through the course that he's working on and he sets down his utensils and like just looks at you and he's got like the same smirk on his face yes my lord why don't you have a seat as you wish my lord and soul sits down on his it would be his right side yeah and just has their hands in their lap they are sitting like the fucking ladiest lady they ever had in a while Mm -hmm. well Mm -hmm. since the winter solstice at least they don't know where to look now oh what is your name? You'll have to forgive me for not asking you sooner. Clarice. That's a good name. Thank you. I assumed it would be something more elven. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Uh-oh. Marcus has a cold chill. What, what do you mean, my lord? <laughs> well, it's just your musical style, the way you played at the table, it's all... Very reminiscent of the Emerald Forest. I just assumed that perhaps you had been raised there and that you were a half-elf and I couldn't tell. I just assumed you would have more of an elven name. Apologies, my lord. If you want, you could call me something else. (laughs) Perhaps. What I am curious about is if you're a skilled enough bard to do what you just did, then you certainly have no reason to be a house servant. I, I don't think I could make it out there, my lord. I see. He, like, kind of looks at you deadpan, and he says, tell me the truth. And at this, I'm going to need you to make a oh, will safe. I need fuck. you to make a will safe. I knew it the minute he told me. <laughs> when I That's said that. That's a was... 23. All right. That is a fail. That's a fail! That's a fail. So he basically compels you to tell the truth, and then he says, 
You know, what are you really doing here? Guys, the pen was up. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I came here to learn more about you. That I believe. For some reason, Soul is more compelled just due to their own pride. Do the direct eye contact now. You also, <laughs> for some reason, you don't feel like you can stand up anymore. Oh. Ah, tits. So, Soul does a breathing technique, which causes their heart. It's a silent thing, but if mm-hmm. you hyperventilate under your breath, it causes your heartbeat to accelerate mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as a way to alert Lavette. And what about your real name? Oh, I'm compelled. Yeah. Do I have to say the whole thing? I mean, if you don't, he'll just ask you to say your full name. Soliana Polyhymnia. He puts a finger to his chin and taps it a few times. What an interesting name. I knew it was more interesting than Clarice. Has Archie popped out yet? We're getting there. Okay. (laughs) Well. Well. All right, Sol's going to switch into a better voice then. Oh, well, pardon my manners. You may return to your position. He picks his utensils up and starts eating again. I can get up? Yeah. Sol gets up and stands back at the wall, but they just look very confused. Yes, my lord? He looks up. What? Nothing, I think. Uh-oh. Soul's been caught off guard now. <laughs> he smirks and goes back to eating his meat pie. It's just a cocky shithole. He's just not scared of us. <laughs> he eats a few more bites and says, So, how many of your friends are here? Am I still compelled? Did he, let's... like, zone a truth me or something? No, let's say no. Let's say you're not you're not compelled anymore. Soul shrug. <laughs> now we're playing a cat and mouse game. It's <laughs> not a very nice answer at all. But honest with you, figure you could do the same. Sol thinks about it for a second, and considering how many bees there are in Vera's apiary, Sol says, plenty and enough. It all depends. And they're tilting their head back and forth in a very smooth fashion. That's very direct eye contact. The thousands of us, we are legion. (laughs) (laughs) I have many friends in many places. You would be surprised. That, I believe... And Soul instinctively now has gone into like this competitive, all right, we're going full nobleborn voice here now. <laughs> that definitely feels that as like, what the fuck are they doing? All right, so uh, this, Ar- this is a competition. <laughs> so Archie's timer will finish and he can deploy in the kitchen there next to you. The rest of the serving staff is freaked the fuck out by this. What it's is okay. that? He's a friend. A, a friend? What? It's a metal man. Yes, he can be a friend. Like, what does Lavette feel? Like, they're like picking up kitchen knives. <laughs> like, what are you, Pretty what are you doing? Is what Lavette feels right now, and she was really nervous. And then after this shit, she's like, "Wait, hold up." Soul looks confused at their own emotions. Do we need to get, currently? Do we need to get the guards? What is this thing? No, it is. He's your friend. He's a good boy. <laughs> Archie like gives like a half-hearted wave, thumbs up, like two thumbs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> our poor boy. Oh, boy. He's here to help. Also, I'm not sure what's going on in cell. But maybe it's someone who could spy on in cell. Soul feels very confused about the emotions that are happening. Let's their barrier down for a second to look confused in that mid-sentence of what the fuck's happening. And then they go back to, like, the stare-off that's happening currently. You seem troubled, Soliana. Ooh, Soul winces. Would you care to talk about it? Well, honestly, I can't really figure out why I'm feeling something sometimes. However, I am more than happy to continue talking to you. Soul kind of smirks a little bit. How, my lord, do you know so much about the Ovenlands? Oh, I travel quite a bit. 
Hmm, as do I. I would imagine so. What with, I'm imagining you following Symphonia? Yes. Based, based on your choice of musical instrument, and <laughs> after your demonstration of musical and magical prowess. The magic is for me as a study, actually. Really? Oh, yes. Hmm. Something of a magician myself. Hmm, <laughs> pardon me, my lord. Soul's getting bitchy. <laughs> <laughs> and what can you do with your magicians? Soul isn't sure what's happening in the kitchen, but they're trying to keep as much attention on themselves because they're not sure. And they're like, fucking duck, my idiot friends. I had a very interesting teacher. Oh? He nods. I learned quite a lot about magic. More than I ever thought I could. It's a very interesting thing, magic. Soul raises their eyebrows. Well, I guess one eye is technically currently covered by their hair. Okay, Azaria, if we do some, I take care of some stuff while this is happening. Sure, what's up? So I'm going to once Archie's deployed, uh, get his wings off of him, attach them to me. Mm-hmm. Archie, I'll give you a signal if something's up. You guys, Malchus Kallis, if Archie goes in, back him up, and Archie help out with the kitchen. I guess in the meantime, and I am going to go outside. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna try and find somewhere that I'm like not directly in front of a window and fly up to the second or third story and try and enter a window up there. Also remember that there are guards on the top of towers. Yeah, there, there yeah. are there are guards on the towers that are looking around. So right, it's... but they're not looking in, right? So as long as I go above the castle, they won't see me. Okay, so before I do this, just to make sure I understand, how is this building then structured? So when you said there's multiple floors or whatever, is it a single tower with multiple flights, or is it subsequent towers that go? inward or something like that. It's about the same footprint on each floor. Will I be going right in front of any guards or will I be passing mostly behind them? Well, that's up to how you roll. You can see the second floor windows from where you're at. Alright. And you can can see that the second floor windows are blacked out. Alright, I'm gonna attempt it. Plus Additional plus four is pretty decent. Yeah, so give me a flight check with a plus four bonus. (gasps) There we go, a 24. Hey! Hey, Mazel tov! All right, so you take off and you kind of do a corkscrew to avoid going too far out from the building. The guards, you don't think they see you. And you can get up to where you can see the third floor windows. They are also blacked out. Okay. But is she trying to go in them? Yeah, I'm going to try and enter one of them if I can. Or I'm going to see how difficult it is. You pop up and you get to the window on the third floor. appears to have been painted black from the inside. (laughs) Oh my god, maybe he is a vampire. Don't don't we already know what he is? (laughs) Yeah, I know. I thought so too. What is he? Oh, isn't he a demon? Or devil. He's some sort of fiendish entity, or... It's just a dude. (laughs) It's just a dude. Yeah, he could just be a dude, for all we know. Maybe he's just John Travolta. Yeah. (laughs) Is this what John Travolta does in this fantasy world? (laughs) G stands for John Travolta. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Well, is the window locked if I try to open it? Yeah, it doesn't appear to open. The other (laughs) ones are also blacked out. What would I need to do to try and open the window is... That's well, something I could attempt. Well, you could try to break the window. Is there a way I could try to open the window without breaking it? Is there anything I could do? I mean, you could attempt to force it open somehow, but it's possible it would just break. I'm hearing break. <laughs> I'm going to go with a third story and do that. Okay. Break it with the petit mot and head inside. How does it look inside? So you give it the old butt with the crossbow. You break some window and you jump into the, to a room. So you're now on the third floor of the building. So we're going to put you on pause for a second and go back to the banquet hall. Oh, we can just do a little bit. All right. Okay. So how's he doing on his meal? He's finished. All right. 
I'm gonna go forward and pick up his <laughs> stupid plates. Wow, <laughs> salty. And Hurt. now instead of the funness that Soul was doing before for the act, now it's just the side eye, the sassy side eye. As you walk out, he says, hurry back. Oh, of course, what? my lord. Soul just grimaces on the way back into the kitchen. Yeah, hurry back. <laughs> so, you, so you go back in the kitchen, you see Archie standing there. The fuck? He waves. <laughs> Soul looks at Karis. Where's yeah. Levette? Um, Levette decided to summon Archie and take his wings and break into the third floor. Soul just like puts their hands and like just peels it down their face. <sighs> well, he knows exactly who I am. He's guessed that I'm an elf, and he used some sort of truth spell on me, so he knows a lot. Karis goes even whiter than she normally is. Do, do we need to get out of here right now? I would recommend you guys getting out of here at least. I'm going to keep him occupied for now, okay, Karis? That's insane. If half of what we were told about this guy is true, he could kill us all. Soul bites their lip. But I'd rather my family be safe. I promise. I'm really good at getting out of place. I can cast invisibility on myself and run really far away. Even when he uses a spell yeah. that keeps you in place. Shut up. Soul's not that smart. But I'm going to do one more round... And if it seems like we should get out of here, we'll get out of here, okay, Karis? She's kind of freaking out. You get a sense she's not really hearing you clearly anymore. She's sort of in her own mind as she's holding her hands against her face. Soul snaps in front of Karis's face. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, um, let's do that. Are you sure? Otherwise we can leave right now if you're really uncomfortable. Uh, um, no. You, you, you know what you're doing. I trust you. Soul smiles. All right. Soul puts the old dishes away and takes the new ones and says, I have to hurry back now. Sticks her tongue out and like makes a gagging motion before they leave into the <laughs> dining hall, which they have all smiles and they look so pleasant as they set their goddamn food in front of it. Okay. And this course is, what, what, what do you think? Quiche? Quiche sounds all right. Let's make it a quiche. <laughs> okay. It's a quiche. Soul sets the food and utensils down properly. Stands back where they normally stand, but they're back at staring at him because this is a stare off now. This is a battle of wits. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Have I bad. noticed that Vera's a bee at the window yet? No, you haven't looked out the okay. window. All right, so back on the third floor, Lovett, you break into a room. The door is closed that would lead oh. to the rest of the third floor. And in the room is a desk. And there is a journal sitting upon that desk, like a book, that is currently open. Uh, I'm going to take a peek, make sure it's written in a language that won't hurt me. It's written in Villish. This seems too easy. But I'll investigate, and I'll, I'll look through it. Can I get any idea of who it's written by? You don't recognize the penmanship. Well, I just mean by the nature of the writing. I'm going to read through it, see if it's the Lord's Journal. It doesn't look like it's open to any particular place, so do you just want to start at the beginning? Or just flip through it. How do you how do you want to read it? I'll just read the page that it's on for now. And I figure if it's if it's talking about lordly duties or like the fucking enormous list of food that he's eaten or something, it's probably the Lord's thing. If it's like a list of groceries or like, you know, chores or something, I imagine it'll probably belong to one of the servants, or if it's like you know, just the nature of the writing. If they refer sure. to somebody okay. else in the book, then it so, obviously doesn't belong to them. Okay, the current page that it's sitting on reads more like a love letter than anything else. It's written out to someone that, that the author keeps referring to as my sweet Teresa. I see. And does sweet Teresa have any physical characteristics described? Yeah, in the love letter, it's 
describing Teresa as like being like raven-haired and being extremely beautiful. This feels far too easy, but I'm not going to just let this potential slip away. Alright, uh, let's start at the beginning. Okay. You flip to the beginning, and it appears that this is the journal of someone calling himself Lord Glarve. <laughs> <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> oh, this is like Gilbert all over. Boy. <sighs> Okay. So, there's a lot to get through. Once I find out it's his, I'm going to check any dressers or drawers for any rings. Okay. Well, so are you going to take the journal, or are you just going to leave it there? I'll try and take it. Okay. You pick the journal up, and a moment later, the walls begin to illuminate uh, shit. with uh, various various runic scripts. No! Oh, shit. I'm going to jump out the fucking window. And, and a lot of symbols that you sort of recognize. Close my eyes and jump out the window. You close your eyes and jump out the window, and you feel your skin kind of heating up as you do so. Oh, shit. Well, I'm just going to go for it. Fly Motherfucker. Yep. You go for it. So you jump out the window. Uh, I would like you to make a reflex save. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Love it. No. All right. Are you ready for this? I'm not yeah. ready for this. Absolutely. My reflex save yeah. is plus four. So you do a, a spinning dive roll and you jump out the window right as your clothes combust and a gnomish fireball <laughs> pops out the third floor and lands in the garden at the base of the wall. Uh, and you quickly like are, are like rolling around and patting yourself, but at your burning body. She okay, fucking aileron so... rolled out of the fucking room. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Definitely felt that. Fucking, uh, like, action okay. hero dive from death. I want to okay. see how much the wound is before I so you, make you it. you take ten points of bludgeoning damage from the fall and nine points of fire damage from the burning. You did manage to get out of there, and you now have a partially singed journal in your hand. Do I instinctively know, in a way, do I feel like I was hurt? I want to understand those fellows. Uh, it's a emotional link. So, I so figured that... you don't that, feel pain. Yeah, yeah, I figured you don't, because you would but probably feel... But is it feel, such a, like, overpowering emotion? You, you would feel the panic coming from Levette, but it's not yeah. gonna make you panicked, if that makes sense. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Okay. I'd say soul stiffens for a second and then goes back to normal. Okay. <laughs> we gotta uh, get the fuck out of the hill. So, at this point, Lord Elibert is going to look up at the ceiling. He's going to sigh. Oh, fuck. And he's going to say, well, I had hoped to be civil about this. What? I'll just go and get get a get, go 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 go. Soul steps back because they're unsure what's happening. But he's going to stand up and sort of push the chair back. And, My uh, lord. Let me just take a nice sip of water here and enjoy the second here. No, 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 no. He stands up and he sort of looks a little bit disappointed and he says, "Soul looks confused." Here I was hoping that we could have a nice conversation, possibly a meal. And understand was... where the other stood, but... I'm, I'm sorry, wait, my lord. <laughs> yes? I don't understand. Well, you see, I returned home when I sensed, well, the five of you appearing in my house. So, I cut my business trip short. I wanted to see what the lot of you were doing in my home, and I thought maybe I could have a conversation with you and figure out where you were coming from and what you were after, and I thought we could be pleasant about this. Aren't we? And then someone breaks into my personal private study and starts stealing things from me, and, well, that's just upsetting. I did not. 
I've literally been in front of you. He kind of chuckles and nods. I know. I know you have. Then Sol, like, kind of puts their hand over their mouth and they just look to the side and all they can think is, my fucking friends. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So at this point, he's going to hold up his right hand, which is sort of has these wisps of black energy coming off of it. Okay. And he's going to say something in a language you do not understand, but are immediately revolted by. Is Archie going in? Did he follow my command? Yeah, so Archie starts moving that way, but before he can even get to the door, there is a flash of darkness. Not a flash of light so much, but a flash of dark. And you find yourselves... Even Vera? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. So you all find yourselves in the room. Uh, There's a Basically, everything goes dark for a second. And when the lights come back on, you're all standing in the dining room along the left side of the table as he's still standing at the head of the table. Soul does not even look back. Like, they looked back for a second, and then they're just, like, direct eye contact still. Now. Now. <sighs> Who sent you? Soul looks confused. I'm sorry, what? All right, let, let me be very clear on what's about to happen. You okay. all were sent here, and I need to know who sent you so that when I'm done killing all of you, I can go and kill them too. Does that, does that track in your mind? Marcus puts his hand up. Yes, yes, you in the back, halfling. Do you have a question? No, no, I was I was just going to let you know who sent us. Oh, go on. <laughs> Through a lot of trials and tribulations, we met with a very interesting person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, it's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. And fuck this house. How dare you how dare you defile a shrine to Eden? And with an ugly mother jokes. And with an ugly ass woman. Oh no, that's just hurtful. Not as hurtful as her face. That's like practically Karis's face. Karis kinda like looks visibly upset at that. (laughs) (laughs) And Soul's currently wearing said face, so ow. Like, I'm going to just say, Sol was, looked so hurt by Marcus, like, willing to tell until, like, he said the mo- your mom joke. And then they were like, oh, my God. That was amazing. You we're all going to betray you, weren't you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I was going to give you all the emotional information, but I figured we're probably on the same page. Let's fuck some shit up. I don't think we Oh, can. no, let's run. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, perhaps I should rephrase then. Soliana. Soul flinches again. Tell me who sent you. Or, oh, shit. Or I'll kill everyone in your village. Soul, he's bluffing. Does this room have chandeliers? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say this room has chandeliers. If there's a chandelier either above him or directly in front of him. No, there there's two that are positioned over the table. Okay, so the one over the the one nearest him. going to bust out my crossbow and I'm going you, to try and shoot it down. You find it difficult to do that. <sighs> difficult or impossible. You think about going for your crossbow, but yet your body doesn't want to respond to those commands. Give me a will save. Okay. 24? 24. That's a that's a good will save. It's a good will save. No. You're you're moving in slow motion. You're really like fighting your body to do this. You're still moving, it's just it's absurdly slow. <laughs> I'll take it. It's Levette style. <laughs> Question. 
Soul yeah. wanted to move their hand over their mouth mm-hmm. when Glarv said your whole mm-hmm. village. Was that possible? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Interesting. So what do you say? Tell me who sent you, and I'll spare your village. What is my village's name? Presidium. Don't do it. Fuck this guy. After I heard your last name, I knew where you came from. Ooh, that's a big flinch. I told you I've traveled most of this world. I've been here for a while. How do they even let you in there? I think you know the kind of magic that I use, and how powerful it can be. So, I'll ask you, for the last time... Is this true? My crown was the one who told us. What an interesting, interesting answer. You're not telling a lie, but you are disguising the truth. I appreciate that. I like the subtlety. So, I suppose that's as good as an answer as I can get out of you. He claps his hands together and rubs them. Well, my appetizer was lovely, so I suppose it's time to get to the main course. He kind of cracks his neck and stretches his back out. The lights in the room start to play a little strange. Like, it starts to get dim in the room. All the candles start to go down as if all the oxygen's being drained out of the room. And you... You know, my lord, <laughs> you quite grow on me quite a bit. Oh I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> if you would calm down for just a moment so we could be more civil and talk. Uh, the time for civility has passed. As he says this... Excuse me! As he says this, his voice is becoming, like, louder and deeper and more guttural, and the form that was Lord Hellebert Schmidt has been replaced uh, as he's sort of, like, grown and stretched out and turned into something else entirely. Oh, God. Can I roll my die, please? You will be shooting it. It's just just really slow is all. So, basically, he is, like, this enormously fat bipedal humanoid, right? He's got this massive mouth that sort of is triple hinged that opens up down like into his chest and it's lined with teeth and he's got all kinds of weirdness about him. He's got horns and claws and he just looks really nasty and jumps into his his full size which is about about 12 feet tall in this room. You're not sure if that's how big he can be or just how big he chooses to be currently. And he's going to take a step forward. And I need some will saves and initiatives from the party. I have a 13 will save. And I got a 16. Okay. So, Levette, you get that shot off with the chandelier. <gasps> Make your attack roll. <laughs> you miss. <laughs> <laughs> That's not right. You Man, fire at the right. chandelier and you miss the cable. Soul hey, feels right. an intense pang of disappointment. And <laughs> Just an f- overwhelming feeling of, why are you like this? Yeah, the feeling is mutual. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm feeling. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and give Archie initiative. Can he do anything? Yeah, he can. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to take a step towards Soul, mm-hmm. grab them, and if he can, run for it with them. Okay. Through the outside door? Yes. For okay. It. Archie tries to open that door, and it is sealed. Oh, it is no. being held by magic. Ah, fuckles. All right, well, then he'll stand in front of them so that, and okay. like a defensive stance. Gotcha. So Archie pushes Soul to the south and sort of takes up a defensive posture there. All right. Marcus. All right. I cast Iron Skin. All right, you apply iron skin effect to yourself. I have no weapons, do I? No, you guys came in here unarmed. I yep. apparently didn't. <laughs> yeah, Vera, Vera 
is armed, but yeah, the rest Where of are you, our weapons? Soul's I have armed. my weapon. Well, Soul's weapon is also their instrument, so... I'm assuming that the rest of you probably stowed your bigger weapons and armor back in the carriage. At the moment, I'm going to do a defensive stance, but there's nothing else I can do. Okay, so you go into a total defense. Karis is going to move 15 feet down to the door in the south part of the room. She's going to try to open the door, and it is sealed. She's going to, like, look panicked back at the rest of you, and she's going to start casting a spell. Vera. Can I move or no? I assume no. What's your will save? 14. You are currently shaken. You can take one move or standard. Can I move and use an action or? No, one or the other. Okay, I'm going to run to the door. Okay. Right next to Karis. Okay. You did that cool slide off of the hood of a car thing on the table to get there too. Yeah, I did. (laughs) Actually, can I say that I flew over there and just changed back into? Sure, yeah, if you want. That's fine. So, I don't know how many things I can do. You are able to act normally. Okay, so what I want to do, if this is possible, is I would like to read evasively. If I can move while reading, I would like to do so, or if there's anything I can do that makes me harder to hit, and I can also read at the same time, then I'll do that instead. Okay, and what would you like to read? The journal, what's left of it. See if it gives me any idea what his weaknesses are. This might be it, but I figure if I destroy it, and it turns out that I was supposed to read it, I won't be able to do that. But if I read it, and it turns out I'm supposed to destroy it, I still have a chance to do so. Alright, you want to read while being evasive. Yes. So, I guess plot out your movement that you want, and then make I am an going intelligence to run. check. How tall is this table? <laughs> it's normal table height for humans. Okay, so I probably can stand under it with, like, bending my knees a little bit. Yeah. So I'm going to run and read under the table. All right, make an intelligence check. You got this. I'm trying to say. All right. Uh, oh, nice. that was a five. That was wow. An... Yikes. Okay. You open up the journal, and you start flipping through pages and looking at it, and you don't really get much out of it in your first turn. You're panicking too much. I'm more focused on the evasive and less focused on the reading. All right. Soul. Yep. It's me, ya boy. You are currently You're probably st- wondering how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> You're currently staggered. You can take either a move or a standard action. Can I try talking before I do anything? Absolutely. Barf, I don't want this fight to happen. I didn't know that was happening for one. I was trying to communicate with you mostly. I believe you know that. Can he talk? You're not sure. Possibly. Does it look like he's just choosing not to respond? I hope Beardy has a cool new voice changer. <laughs> I was actually looking through it right now and I was seeing which one. I the time for words has passed. That's pretty cool. Ooh, that's go. pretty good. I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> I like the thing that we're saying this to Glarv. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah, good, 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 good try. Yeah, that's scary, Glarv. You got it. You got it down, dude. Thanks, guys. I was I was really trying to find one that worked. <laughs> Fools, you will all die. Okay, well, fuck you too. Standard oh, villain shit. I know what we need to do. Who's got the walnut? Vera. Yep. Okay. Still. All right, so uh, you have a standard uh, or a move action left. What do you want to do? All right, I'm muting over to the group. Okay, you can move up to 30 feet. Go, 30 foot move straight to the south part of the room. Oh, poor Archie. <laughs> All right. <laughs> At this point, Glarv is going to take another five-foot step down, and he's just going to step on the table and just start crushing it under his feet. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God! (laughs) And at this point, he's going to reach down, and he's going to pick up Archie. (gasps) Oh, man, if only we were one level higher. So, Archie, you get an attack of opportunity, I guess, against Glarv, so go ahead and make a single attack against Glarv. 
love the patronizing uh, I tone. To attack, in that. I want him to run. Oh, it's it's patronizing for sure. Don't worry. I want him to run away. Don't Mostly because I haven't even really like fully statted Glarv out yet. Because you're you're not gonna be fighting him for like four more levels. So. Barrow, we need Corona's help. You we need to plant it. We have nowhere to plant it. I don't know. Make dirt. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> you're a druid. Druids make dirt. Well, this one doesn't. Make bee dirt. Can you just put it in wax and call what it dirt? What the fuck is bee dirt? <laughs> Wait, is there a flower pot anywhere? Oh. <laughs> All right, Archie tries to punch at Glarb's arm as he reaches down, and it just bounces harmlessly off the extremely thick and pocked skin of the enormous monster. Okay. He's going to reach down with one huge hand, and he's going to just grab Archie around the torso and just pick him up. His no. mouth is going to, like, unhinge, like no. the triple-hinged mouth, and he's just going to, like, toss Archie back. Levette's, like, Fuck. pretty much naked, too, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't thought think all, all of my clothes off. incinerated. I think it was just the ends of it. Is that right? Or am I? <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was dead. So Archie's just gonna get gulped. <gasps> oh! He didn't chew. He didn't chew. The fucker did, ate him like a duck. He did. He ate him like a duck. He's tossed him back. All right. I can. I can do with this. I can work with this. I mean, it's no. I might have a plan. There is a loud belching sound, and that is the end of Glarv's turn. All right, Archie. So the first thing you're going to have to deal with is going to be the crushing inside of the actual literal teeth inside his stomach that are okay. stabbing you up right now. So I'm going to make some rolls. Man, for some reason, hor- uh, horrible descriptions of violence towards Archibald make me more upset than anyone else. No, boy. All right, you take 14 points of piercing damage from his no, esophageal teeth. It's not good, but it's not as bad as I thought it Yeah, you're still as an esophagus. It's going to get worse. All right, so Archie is not really able to do much since he's essentially he's essentially grappled currently by the Glarb's esophagus. So you can make a combat maneuver, try to like wriggle yourself free if you want to try that. Really about all you got. That or escape artist. Well, let's go for the combat maneuver. Okay. It's better than nothing. So, wait. Nah. Levette, you were just outside. Huh? Check in your shoes. You might have some dirt in your boots. Okay. <laughs> I might. I was a lot in the garden, right? Yeah. If you guys might have some dirt in your boots. Okay. I guess I'll take my boot off (laughs) (laughs) okay yeah 17's not gonna cut it okay so let's gonna move us to marcus yup i'm going to channel energy so we can heal wow lame all right heal everyone for 10 hp and i'm gonna motor down and slide under the table here okay you move 20 feet down bottom of the table Karis is going to finish her spell and she is going to start shooting this energy into the door to try to break it. Oh, no. You're unsure if it's working, but she's trying to break whatever seal is holding the door shut. Vera, you're able to move normally. Vera will be trying to open the door, ramming into the door, and in the panic, will use wood shape. Really? Yeah. <gasps> she's using a druid spell that's not fire? Yeah. <gasps> that's so cool! Well, we'll see if it actually works, otherwise it's not gonna... God, I hope it works. Okay, oh, this so would be so good story-wise. You're casting wood shape? Yes. Okay. Did you actually have that prepared? I do. 
Wow. I've had it prepared ever since I've been able to use uh, level two spells. <laughs> I'm. This is so good, though. Explain why it's important for Vera. Because Vera doesn't believe that they can use any uh, druid spells, really, other than flame-based ones. Hmm. All right. And insect ones. Please roll me a d100. All right. <laughs> 70, 76. Trombones lead the big parade. All right. You cast Wood Shape. Yeah. Would you like to turn the door into not a door? I would like to do that. What would you like to become? Hmm. I'd like it to basically split straight in half and go straight down. Like basically almost like if you're bending a metal piece, just straight out. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. In that case, both doors sort of fold outward away from you. So you just kind of have to step over it. All right. Wow. <laughs> All right. Oh my God, that was the coolest awesome. thing I think I've ever seen. Love it. Wait, wait, can we have Vera's reaction to that, well, though? Vera is just kind of stunned, Does, doesn't really know exactly what's happening there. Like, they are just trying to get away from this blob motherfucker. <laughs> that was the coolest thing I think I've ever seen! Oh my god! Alright, 400 feet. So, I'm going to, for the sake of good tactics, I should move first. But it's going to make me look so cowardly. Run. But once that opens up, I'm going to make a break for it. <laughs> Try to jump over it. Okay. With my action, I would like to flip the little switch on my gauntlet to cast Maker's Call. Mm-hmm. As long as he's not on another plane, it should be able to grab him, yeah. So he turns into a sphere, and the sphere grows little legs, and it crawls back out of the guy's throat and back to me. Yeah. Sound. Glarv makes, like, a hawking noise and, like, spits the archy sphere across the room, and it skitters to a stop in front of you. I absolutely love that tinking sound. Archie! Little, little tiny legs. Like little tin cans. Yeah. <laughs> So, so withdraw, I can do double movement, right? A withdraw action is only really specific for when you're in melee combat with somebody. So you don't need to make a withdraw action. You can just double move. I can just double move? Yeah. Okay, so that's like 60? Yep. Okay, we'll say I'm off the map then now. <laughs> All right. You make it to the front gate, which is currently closed. No! Okay, uh, uh... You have a standard action. What kind of part are you? Left. Hop that shit. You gotta know how to get the fuck away from the police. <laughs> I have a standard action. Mm-hmm. Do you think thundering drums at this door would make it fall down? Possibly. You gotta roll good damage, but yeah, you could do it. I'm gonna try it. Alright, you cast some thundering drums. Thundering drums. You deal 23 points of sonic damage. Now, sonic damage, in case you are unaware, is a very particularly interesting damage type because there's a quality called hardness in Pathfinder. It's also in 3.5 and a lot of other D&D systems as well. And that is where an object, if it has a hardness value of X, you have to do at least X damage to hurt it. Okay. So for example, like a wooden object usually has like a hardness value of 3 or 4. So if you do okay. 2 damage to a door, it just doesn't hurt the door at all. It represents that the door can take a decent amount of punishment before anything actually happens to it. Okay. Sonic, Sonic damage bypasses that. So Sonic Wait, really? Damage, yeah, Sonic damage bypasses hardness. So if you want to break a structure, sound is actually the best way to do it. In case this is were... like the whole doing trumpets around a castle thing yeah, from the Bible. Yeah. Yo, talk about Shit. the Bible over here. <laughs> I might be able to give Archibald Sonic and damage instead of electric when he punches things. That'd be kind of awesome. So typically, Sonic damage spells do a smaller damage die than other damage types, but they bypass hardness, so they're good at certain things and not just good at uh, other things. But anyway, can't. in this case, you use thundering drums, and you blast out a cone of 23 points of sonic damage, and you blow that gate apart. Let's get the fuck yeah. out! Right. Lala, Lala, come with us! You don't hear a response. No. 
Gwarv's turn. So he's going to start loping run toward you guys, and each step is going to break more and more of the table as he's blowing it into splitters. He's laughing as he charges toward you. All right. Archie. He's currently in sphere form at this point, right? Maker's Call is just Dimension Door, so I was just giving up for flavor, but he would Uh, Okay. Okay, in that case, he's right there. Yeah. Soul's beckoning at everyone. Yeah, trying to figure out who I want him to grab. Well, he'd realistically grab me. Okay. Wouldn't he be able to grab both you and one other small person? Well, there's no other small people in reach. Vera is kind of small-ish. Vera is a human. Vera is human. There, I always thought Vera was just short. Right, in She's 5'8". In that case, <laughs> yeah, Archie... Yeah, so I call out for Alana and he grabs me and runs off of So me. Archie grabs Levette and tugs <clears throat> them to the southern part of the map. Marcus. Glarv is looking down at you, and he has one large tongue which is licking across his multi-hinged mouth. I thought I was under the table at that point. In the part of the table behind you. I mean, you you were. You did say you were under the table, but the table's breaking apart. Oh, so I assume you moved out. Would you like to make a reflex save? You don't. (laughs) You know, I was gonna save Marcus, but now, like. (laughs) I guess I should. I would <laughs> eat the fuck out of there as quickly. Yeah, you should possible. probably make a reflex save to avoid being crushed. <laughs> okay. Notably, we have to tell Corona right away that I kind of told Glarb that uh, it was his fault that we were there. You did? In a way. Okay. I said it was my crown. Oh, I see. Uh, can I double move out of there? Yeah, yeah, yeah you can. I'm a double move. All right. Uh, all right. I'm out. Peace uh, out. Karis is up. She is going to double move and get the fuck out. As Bear? I'm running out, I yell back, and I thought your first form was ugly. Not, not as good as... No. No. <laughs> no. No. Oh, well. Like you three, tried. maybe. You tried. That's what's important. It was an effort, so... That, your mom joke, though. Yeah. Mm, high class. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm Before going that. to run fuck out. All right. And while I'm running, I'd like to transform into a large honeybee. So mm-hmm. that'd be a honeybee the size of a horse. Yep. Jesus Christ. That's terrifying. And I'm going to grab Marcus on my way because I believe I'd be able to go faster, I yeah. believe. Yeah. yeah. All right. And that's going to take us to Levet, and which is already off the map. Soul. There's one look of a smirk back at Glarv. <laughs> like as they're running away, they say, bye, my lord. <laughs> and they yeet off. When you look back at him, it's hard to tell, but he's smiling. In, like, 12 different places. Yeah, but it's almost as if you can tell that he's not altogether upset with how this went. Uh. And you know what? We're going to top it off with one more. One more little bit here. See you soon. Oh, no thanks! <laughs> I take it back. I take it back! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So no you thanks. guys, you guys run off to the carriage to get the fuck out of there. And he doesn't give chase. He doesn't follow outside of the house. He's like, T-T-Y-L... <laughs> GG, yeah. too easy. <laughs> Pretty much. So, you guys flee from Fuchdorf Castle and get back to your carriage outside. And we uh, are heading zooming. out. <laughs> Getting the fuck out of there. Still the got the train. Get the fuck out. Okay. Uh, I think we need to find a safe spot to talk to Corona. And as I fly Marcus over, I'm just going to kind of bowling ball him into the cart. <laughs> just through the air. It's like a cannonball. Fuck. <laughs> Those are good noises. I like them. 
So I pretty much had the horses going towards the village that we saved from the werewolves. Mm-hmm. Soul was mostly acting off instinct to just get out of there and somewhere. Mm-hmm. Should we stop there or keep going? I did have a question though. So the walnut, if we plant it, he just shows up. Probably grows out of the ground right there. That's my guess. Yeah, since he's a druid. Also, our emotional bond thing lasts for seven hours. So it's definitely running through all that and it probably runs the whole ride back. I figure that during that combat is pretty obvious that we're all just in terror adrenaline mode. <laughs> So, yeah. But afterwards, when things have calmed down, Levette feels very guilty and responsible for that going south. I mean, yes, but also so fucking cool. Levette so. <laughs> can feel that soul is trying to not cry. Yeah, me too, thanks. Y'all didn't get crushed by that thing. I also but. found out he knows exactly where my yeah. people are. I'm actually probably going to ride up front with them. With Varen Soul. With Soul. Yeah, so Varen's just flying. Very fast. fast. Very fucking big. Alright, so I think we need to find that lethal gate, and is it get back to your home? Soul looks nervously at Levette. We're on the same page as you. I I don't want to waste any time. I want to say something comforting, but I won't pretend that we have a lot of shit right now. I'm really sorry about that. He knows who I am. He knows where I live. I'm sorry, Soul. I know he's gonna kill everyone anyways, please, so... We're going to beat him down. We're going to figure out some way to stop him. I've got this book. What's left of it? Is there any infernal in there? Or or not exactly infernal. It's an infernal language of some kind? I don't know what's in there. Mostly it seems to not be infernal or any sort of diabolic fiendish language. But I will be so it in case it is dangerous. I have a question for the DM. What's up? When Levette got burned by the symbols, did any of them go on Levette's skin? No. Had Levette stayed in that room for a little while longer, things might have been different. But uh, Levette got out of there as quickly as possible, so they only caught on fire. All right. So I'm leading the carriage over to Wrightburg. It takes about a day. Okay. Sol bites their lip and looks at Levette. We have to get rid of him. We will. It's going to be okay. And I... How he's even been there? It doesn't even make sense. I think so too, Zibidoff, but... He knew the name. Well, if this... We're not even in books around the libraries. No, but if these people are your people's enemies, and just as you have secret knowledge about them, they probably have the same for you. They aren't supposed to know about us. No, but you're not supposed to know about him as well. No, I am, when I take on the power of the ceremony. Right, and he probably is supposed to know about you once he gets his rank and title. I'm sure they have spies, just like you do. Soul looks so put out. I hope so. Yeah, I don't know. They want really your friends. What? What? I was hoping our friends back at the castle are not really playing us the whole time, but it's not like we're going to see them again. <sighs> and I thought it was going so well. I'm sorry, Levette. You don't have to be Sally. You did a great job, Enzo. Let's just find a place to rest and we'll figure out what to do from there. Okay. Soul takes another muse. We're doing okay, Soul. Okay? Just remember that. Baby. Even when things got really bad, we're still pulling slow. That's what counts. Mm-hmm. As long You're as right. Heal and did tomorrow, we can do something about this. <laughs> You're right. Of course you are. You're always right. <laughs> What? Soul took another. I know. I'm like, since when do you think that? But also, I can just kind of use the residual muse things going on, so I guess that's where it's coming from, okay? Everything will be fine. We're fine. This is fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, could I have another one as well? No. Okay. I- I'm sorry. <clears throat> Here, have one. Oh, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> okay. 
Soul looks a little nervous about their own action. Well, <laughs> this fucking emotion thing's still going. So Levette is just like, oh, yeah, oh, whoops, made that awkward. <laughs> oh, broadcasting that. Uh-oh, self-conscious. Any other conversations happening? <laughs> <laughs> really loud buzzing, yes. too. Right above the cart. <laughs> it just leaves the whole way home. <laughs> like a baby. Yep. He's just like, yep, that was awesome. I did yep. great. But is Marcus doing anything? Marcus got bowled into the cart, so he is out cold. Nice. <laughs> you knocked him out. <laughs> I still think we need to burn the, all those pictures in that flipping shrine, but that's just me. We just need to nuke the castle. No, it's the only not way the to be shrine. Sure. Not the shrine. I have another question for the DM. What's up? Was he playing with his finger because he noticed his soul's ring? You're not sure. Damn. I mean, metagaming. That's definitely it. That's definitely yeah. it. Yeah. It's definitely I, the ring. I figured it was because I had my ring on, and I was like, oh, fuck, but I can't take it off. I have to wonder if, if we just destroyed the pictures if that would kill them, and we could have just done that before he showed up and won the campaign like four levels early. Yeah, that's how that's going to work. <laughs> like, Beardy's going to let that happen. Man, no, I don't know. I feel like that's very Beardy's style to give the opportunity to us to end the whole campaign knowing we won't take it. I don't want this campaign. So, <laughs> so what is your guys' destination currently? Currently, it's Wrightburg, unless someone else tells me to go farther. I believe okay. Wrightburg we could is. Go to, yeah, no, we want to go to Wrightburg to rest, I think, and then probably to the Druid Circle so we can teleport over to your place. Probably. Find out how that shit happened. Yeah. Okay. Wrightburg. All right. You go to Wrightburg. You get there within a few hours. It's now, we'll just say it's the morning of the 26th. We'll put you there bright and early. All right. You get to Wrightburg. What would you like to do? Ask for lodging. Is everyone okay with that? Yeah. Question. Yeah. I think we need to talk to Corona. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We should do something this I really think we need to get in touch with him ASAP. So looks so guilty. Maybe after we arrest him. Actually, maybe not. It might be too late. We should find out as soon as possible. Yeah. What if we go back to the Danning Stones? Can we contact him through that? We can. We just... have a walnut. Wait, wait, we have a way yeah, to... I know, but I don't want to We are not it. wasting that yeah. just to tell him something. So he might be in danger? He's incredibly powerful. So is Glove. Did you see the mouths? But just, I don't know. I don't think we want to take our chances. I have learned my lesson about taking my chances. I say we try to find another way to contact him first. All right, fine. At but least. We may not have that much time if he knows exactly where Corona is. He knew who Corona was to begin with. He would have known where he is. He would be at the same point he is now. Hasn't Corona already destroyed one of the... What was it? One of the eight, one of the nine, whatever it was? Eight. He probably already knows that. He just can't find him. I suppose. Well, I, I just don't want us to be responsible. I don't want personally to be responsible for another death of a friend. We won't. We're going to find a way to contact him. Maybe if Marcus prays to Eden, maybe Eden will tell him. That's... We can sell. We'll see. If Eden truly cares about their worshippers. <laughs> I did feel something... Maybe Eden will respond. You thought something in this shrine. Is your feelings just the same as thoughts? They just happen inside of you. No. I know it's something we can't explain to you, but it's concrete in an astral way. That's just failing to explain what you don't understand. That's life. Well, often yes, but when you do find out the truth, even if it is disappointing, you must accept it as truth. That is logic. And the truth is that your thoughts and feelings... I kill inside of you. God, love that you are frustrating. How can I make you understand this? 
How are you so certain you will collect? What do you have to go off of? There was a connection. You can't describe that in words. It's pure feeling. I experienced that for the last seven hours. Then you've begun to understand. I understand the feeling, but I understand that these come from different natures, and he didn't interact with creatures that have souls. But he does have a... Well, right now, I think he might have two, but... I don't think that's exactly what she's looking for. I need to pray. I'll make you don't understand. Don't worry, Marcus. You keep company with the light god for you. I'll make you understand one day. Would you say so? Are you close to it? You know, for as close as we are, you can say some hurtful things. Marcus, what makes you say we are close? Fine. We have been through a lot together. I would not deny that. And we may have each been through a lot because of each other. But uh, I suppose it's mutual enough I can offer you a little more respect. But don't think that I forget. I don't know if you can see Marcus, but you can see a tear roll down his cheek. Aww. My baby. Aww. Yeah. Lovette is more sad about that than she wants to let on. Does Sol see the tear? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you guys are in Wrightburg, right? So if you were yeah. near each yeah. other, then yeah. Soul hugs Marcus. I'll just turn away. Where's the nearest temple to Eden? <laughs> the forest? Well, right? there's a shrine in Wrightburg. I need to go try to communicate with Eden. There was a spark, and I wanted to see if I can stoke it. All right. Anyone else? Actions? Soul's going to let Marcus go. I'm going to wait on everyone else before I check in with Grow. Okay. So I'm going to let everyone else do their thing. And I'm going to have a quick conversation with him. Anyone else? Things. Well, we figured we formed a circle outside our wagon. We were discussing our plans. Before I leave this little circle, even if the spell is worn off, since Soul's distress at all that, be like, uh, if it'll glow, if it of a valley, you would understand. She's just trying to hide her guilt, but not doing a good job of it. Barrow will put away the cart. The stables. Stables, yeah. Yeah, I, and so I'll head back to wherever we got lodging. I, I assume there's a place that we agreed on. And if we have any sort of normal rooming scheme so that we can arrive back whenever we like, then I'm going to wait by wherever Marcus would stay, but I don't have anything I'm going to do before then. I need to switch clothes with Karis. <laughs> yeah, the spell has ended, and uh, yep. you all look like yourselves again. Yeah, we look real weird, and I can see Karis's symbols. So, I would like to clothes now. Alright, you swap clothes. Anyone else? Nope. Okay. I guess I'll have a quick conversation with Gro. All right. So after the lovely clothing change and Sol trying not to look at Garrus too much, because mm-hmm. Sol's going to find a private area and talk into the ring. Gro, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's what's going on? Did you hear anything from yesterday evening at all? No. Why? Nothing. No. Must have been a spell. I Is everything okay? Uh, <laughs> I... Kind of went toe-to-toe slightly with a gluttonous creature-eating demon of some kind that was very large and was very scary. And, Are you um, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm actually okay. Scared. Are all your friends okay? Physically, yes. I have a favor to ask. What's going on? Anything. What? How can I help? Can you make sure that the defenses on Presidium are strengthened? Of course. I'll double-check them all myself. I'll even talk to some other people in town and see if we can't organize some kind of militia. Thank you. Are you expecting something? He, he knew exactly where I came from. 
I didn't even have to tell him. I'm afraid everyone's in danger. It's not your fault. I'm pretty sure it's my fault. He knows who I am. I I, I didn't even look like me, and he knew who I was. <laughs> How stupid am I? No, you're you're not stupid. You were trying to trying to save the world, right? Yeah, I just thought it would be easy. Just make sure, please, just make sure everyone's safe. Yeah, of, of course. I'll make sure that all the defenses are in place. You don't need anything for me, though? I mean, is there anything I do to help? I know in the books I've read, elves formed a strong militia of kids. I don't know what resources we have left over from that, but it may be time to at least reinforce what we currently have so that we don't lose anything. I'll get on it right away. Thank you, girl. As future <laughs> protector, Persidium, I request that you become our war marshal. You honor me. I love you. I love you too. We'll get through this. We will. I'll call you. I'll talk to you. Keep in touch, okay? Of course. Love you. So the connection ends. Yeah, he hangs up on you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he rolls. He got shit to do. Yep. Right. Like, you hang up, and you're like, no, you hang up, and then he hangs up. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I'm not here to play your games, damn it. Click. I, I like playing games. <laughs> Games are fun, and I like fun. Alright, that's it for me. I had fun once. It was awful. Let's do Marcus's Eden prayer shit. Yeah. If anything happens. Alright, Marcus, you go to the Shrine of Eden, the town of Reitberg. It's pretty much just a tree stump with some stuff sitting on it. (laughs) It's a logging town. I'd like to essentially make this as glorious to a shrine as it can be. Place holy relic, Mm -hmm. light all the candles currently there. Mm-hmm. I start to pray to Eden. Okay. Anything uh, in particular? Yeah. Beseeching. I know that I wanted to do more at the other shrine. I wanted to make one of my goals to make that shrine yours again, to consecrate it once more. I beseech you. I need your help. Please, we need to get in contact with Corona. If you can hear me, please help us. All right. I want you to roll a d20. I want you to add your wisdom modifier and your level. And boop. Oof. Can I get a mulligan on that? Huh? No. You could always yeah. try praying tomorrow. Always try praying tomorrow. Pray the gay away. Did Marcus hear or feel anything? Not today, no. Not with a 13. Not today. Sorry. <laughs> try tomorrow. Eden's kind of like a plant. It just works better in the day. I literally had to make a fucking war council for my village. <laughs> so, uh, what's your next plan? Very depressed, Marcus goes and finds... What time is it? It is morning of the 26th. Okay. Pretty sure we're all really tired. <laughs> yeah. Marcus is going to have a down day and then try another prayer tomorrow. Okay, so you guys want to rest a full day? Yeah. Well, Levette's waiting for Marcus. Yes, I am. Thank you. So, I am going to, yeah, wait for Marcus. But uh, when he goes by, I'll address him. Marcus, uh, to you a moment. Oh, I have... 24 hours before I can try to get in touch with Eden again. What can I do for you? I still feel the way I said, but I realize that I'm not necessarily being fair. Because I suppose even as these feelings only exist inside of you, that doesn't make them unimportant. And if you want to convince me of what you're feeling and that it is real, I think that this is probably going to be your best hope. And I'll pull out the other little clampy device I have for the day, my other pack empathy. Okay. I don't really I think care should... if you do this in private or not. I'll leave that up to you. No, I think it's good. I think I think we should use this tomorrow. I think you should join me. 
even if you don't believe in what I pray, I want you to join me tomorrow and just be with me. Eden connects all, even if they don't believe it themselves. But you being here with me, it will give me the strength to... You don't, you don't actually need to be nearby for it to work after it's put on, but, the, but I... No, I, I want you near me, though. Like, okay. I know it's, I, I want you near me. I, I be so. I want... I, I have a connection. I think we have a connection, and I think it'll help me reconnect with Eden again. What do you mean you have a connection? With all we've been through, with all I know of you, I feel far closer to you than when we talked with the dragon. I see. And with this Glarv. <laughs> Marcus yeah. is visibly sick. I'm gonna get some awesome that. Parasite who desecrated the shrine. I know you don't have, you don't believe in the metaphysical or the spiritual for that matter, but... I understand the gods exist, but I think they follow upright by logic just as we do. They reward those who are faithful, and I think you joining me, you at least being present with me tomorrow will help. Okay, and I don't see how, but that's like, suppose the point of this exercise? Marcus turns to Levette and just gives a nice tight hug. Okay. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for staying with us. Thank you for not running. I don't even have anyone to run to, Marcus. I'm running right now. Better to run with than run alone. Suppose so. But, yeah, that's why I'm here. It suits me. Let's go get some breakfast. I'm going to get some sleep. <sighs> and yeah, I'll go do that. I'll have my room. Go to sleep. Marcus is going to eat a lot of food. Try to process it. Dude, after that thing, I'm like, I don't even want to think about food. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, you that is... little bitch, you're so lucky Soul isn't there. Well, why? Soul would get jealous. Why? Because Dave taken care of Marcus. Oh, that's what you're saying. Over the whole thing. <laughs> I was kind of hoping I wanted to see what would happen. I wanted to see what Soul's reaction would be. Sit there and see them. I sense a disturbance in the forest. <laughs> so, Marcus is eating. Levette is sleeping. What is Sol doing? They probably went to meditate after they were done talking to Grow about starting a war council. Okay. Woo! Yeah, Vera would probably rest to uh, get spells and stuff back. Alright, in that case, when advance time. Rest us. So, since we're all up, Sol was probably up before everyone and went to take care of the horses and, like, apologized to them for making them run so fast, randomly. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, babies. Like, I know that was really mean of me. They're just happy to be brushed. Have we even named the other, the other two, two horses? No! <laughs> I can name one. But you won't. What were the first two named? One's Rain and one's Kaya. I see. I guess uh, Marcus and Levette could name. Yeah. How about Peanuts and the JJ? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Privileges huh? revoked. <laughs> what the fuck? Huh? I bought the horses. His name is Bojangles. Okay, one can be named Bojangles. <laughs> Bojangles, okay. Wait, What's wait, the wait. other one's name, Grim? I have an idea. Rain, Kaya, Bojangles. <laughs> what is it? What's it going to be? Actually, uh, Wolfgang. <laughs> all right, so we're all up now, and Sol is taking care of the horses and made sure to care for them and love them because they were good horses and got us to safety. Should we call Corona? That's what I, I was going to head off to pray to see if Eden will answer my prayer today with uh, Lavette. All right, you guys do that first, then. And on our way out, I mean... Lavette definitely wakes up. Marcus is like, all right, let's go to church. <laughs> oh. Oh. Take me to church! <laughs> Let's go to church. So it's starting to come back to wake up everyone and probably notices Marcus and Levette. Look at 
morning, guys. Did Archie get to retrieve his dog when we got back? Yeah, where's the dog? You guys got your dog. Oh, okay. God, thank you. Zero's here, don't worry. That, yeah, that dog too. is going to be the John Wick. There's going to be a reason Archie turns into fucking John Wick. Yeah, they will. <laughs> God help the person that kills that dog. Or creature, for that matter. Off to ghost to see if Aiden will talk with me. You're welcome to join us. Soul looks between Marcus and Lavette. You are going together? Yeah. I'm going to try to show Lavette what, well, hopefully it will work. To show the, Lavette what essentially communing with the gods is, is like. The edge of Soul's lip twitches. When did you guys get so close? Enough close, don't worry about that. Soul looks at Marcus. Hurtful. But I mean, hurtful. Malzin. What? What have okay. I been talking to you about? You, yes. No, you're lying. I'm just empathy. We're what, working we're on our working empathy. On. All right. So here, look at this thing. This goes for seven hours. All right. So it's not just go. This is playable unless it takes a really long time. This is going to be an all-day thing. So just know what you're getting into. I mean, if we want to do it right, yeah. Soul right. starts to walk away. Are you? Okay. <laughs> Bye. They, they go to wake up Karis and Vera. They also looked very unhappy. Is probably put the out. base put out. Yeah, I think put out would be the best way to describe it. They're not happy. <laughs> no. Have fun uh. with your religion. <laughs> all right. Which is something that Kenny says all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Just have fun with your religion. Have right. a good day. When is this going to affect how this all goes down? We'll see. Beardy. Yeah. Let us go commune with Eden. Alright, give me another check. Suppose not. Please. Wait, before before you do that, let's cast the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, cast the thingy thing. Alright, so I'll go ahead and cast Pack Empathy. Marcus. How was Marcus feeling? Very hopeful. Oh. Very hopeful. Levette's kind of annoyed and skeptical right now. Marcus is the eternal optimist. Yeah, I know. Understand that. Garbin is the eternal. Well, I guess no. I guess Marcus is two parts eternal optimist. All right, that's ah. Uh, see what you did there. Okay, Eden, I beseech thee. I bring a friend. <laughs> please, we need to get in contact with Corona. If you feel us worthy, please commune with us. Help us in our fight against Guarv. Nope, not today. Oh my smart. <laughs> Uh, Yep, just doesn't look like it's in the dice for you. Even I was rooting for you on that one. Because right now, Levesque's just like, oh wow, I can feel it. Yeah, right. It's flipping. Come on, Eden. I got a friend here who wants to see what you can do. How it feels to be part of your light. Oh, maybe tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. I can tell you're trying at least. Ah. So, breakfast? You know, Malchus, I do say some of these things for your benefit. And when I speak of you not having a connection with Eden, I'm not saying that's wrong or anything. I mean, Algivald, as far as I can tell, doesn't belong to the domain of any gods. And uh, some mates say that he doesn't have a soul, but he still cares about things, and he still matters to me. I just, I think you might be looking for the wrong things. You might be looking in the wrong direction. Asking yeah. long questions, maybe. Oh no, I appreciate that. I appreciate it, though. Though this is something that was part of, well, part of Garbin, but part of me. And I hope that someday I can show you what it's like. I really do. Okay, well, I hope so too. But 
with that pack empathy, Marcus is kind of bummed, but he's still positive. Yeah, Emily, I can definitely feel the familiar bits from that. And she's kind of getting a bit nostalgic, I guess. I guess you would be able to sense for her. Yes, maybe tomorrow. Maybe. For some breakfast, late breakfast. I mean, we have so been for the for a next. Hours yes, about probably Let's six go and to half Costco. hours. We've got six and a half hours of feeling everything we do, so don't eat anything shitty, please. Well, we went to church, now we have to go to Bulk Discount Mart to get our free samples. <laughs> Holy shit, Scree. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. <laughs> do, you, do you strive to be a stereotype, or does it just happen on its own? <laughs> it is born into me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus. It is part of my chromosomal makeup. I understand. I must be I a dad. Definitely. Well, so what do we do for the rest of the day? We go back and find... I yeah, think we, we should go find... Yep. I imagine Sol has gotten Vera and Karis up and just kind of trying to therapeutically just talk them through what happened and make sure they're mentally okay. Bard stuff, you know? Vera is probably very distracted looking, like almost not listening completely. Yeah. Yes, yes. Are you sure you're okay? No, I'm fine. Is this the fine where you're like, actually better than okay? Or the fine where you're like, I'm going to say fine, don't talk to me right now, fine? No, that's a lot of words, but it's all, you don't have to worry. <laughs> okay, let me know when I should be worrying, okay? <laughs> you promise? Uh, yeah. That's not a promise. Soul holds out their pinky. What What are you doing? You, you hook pinkies and then you say you make a... Pinky promise, and that means you uh, hold to the promise. It's like an unbreakable vow. What? What am I promising to? That you'll tell me if you're not okay. Uh, okay. Let's <laughs> do this stupid. <laughs> so looks satisfied. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Karis, are you doing okay? She's sort of lost in thought currently. Hey, that was my thing. <laughs> Whoa. Soul's trying to recoup the two people who don't talk the most. Okay. Sorry, Sorry, it's just, I I tried to get that door open and I couldn't. And I I don't know what I did wrong. What are you talking about? It opened right up. Vera, that's because of you. Uh, no. You made it go bush! That was the coolest thing I think I've ever seen you do! I'm pretty sure I'd know if I made it go bush. Karis, can your spell do what that wood did? No, that was that was Vera that did that. I, I couldn't get the door open. Vera? I don't know any spells that do that. But so. you just did it. How, how can I do it if everything I do has to be prepared ahead of time? I don't know, druid magic? You did exactly what I asked you to do. You did a druid thing. It wasn't create dirt, but I mean, it's like close enough. The only truly druid magic that I can use is more fire-based. And whatever the door did. Wasn't me, I can tell you that. And Karis, don't worry. It was just a one-off thing. That guy was being weird. I couldn't even get a hold of Gro with my ring earlier. And I don't know why. He has some weird magic. It's almost like he was blocking divination spells, which I guess would make sense if he's concerned about people spying on him. That's true. (sighs) I just wish I could have gotten more information out. Well, what do we know? Uh... Well, Levette has that book. Um, yes, I do. Oh, you're back. Yeah. Hi. What's going on? I'm trying to tell Vera that she totally opened the door with her druid magic, but she doesn't believe me or Karis. 
Uh, I believe it. Callus, what, what makes you say that it's not you? Because my magic didn't work on the door. I was trying to get it to open and it wouldn't budge. What are you trying to do? Well, I was trying to rot it away, but it, it, yeah, the it magic it didn't look at all on it. No. That did not look like rot. That's I was, okay. I think it was sealed. From my vantage point, I saw a lot of wood exploding. That wood exploded. No, that, that was, was Vera. Yeah, that was Vera. It just went boosh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it uh, folded over. It looked like you interacted with the wood itself. It did not appear to be necromancy. Nope. So just gestures at everyone's reasons and just looks at Vera like, uh-huh. Uh, uh. Oh, I can't do anything else like that, so... Well, why don't we just try it again sometime and see if you can do it? You can't just <laughs> you're a druid. Exactly! Barely. You're a great but, druid, Barely. You, you've been a druid for as long as I've you. Known turn you turn into bees! Yeah, yeah that's that comes from Malithra. I think that's you! It only helps that I'm connected with nature. What? What is your definition of a druid? Not that? Well, a druid is more... Plants and all that shit. You go and forage for us sometimes. Like when Karis was sick, you went and got her ginger. Yeah, anything a ranger could do. What's a ranger? <laughs> you, you don't know what a ranger... I lived in a place it's for 84... Like I've got, you know, someone who's a crossbow like me. It's a bit different then. Well, that's a ranger. Yeah. yeah that but that sense. can't do that. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. And besides... I think you did it. It's like, hmm. It's like I could see it. You know, my I can see that stuff. Are you doing okay, Kelly's? Oh, I'd like to sense motive. Can I bluff? <laughs> yeah. It's a nineteen. <laughs> sense motive. Uh, right. Hey. hey. <laughs> oh, eighteen. Oh. Oh. <laughs> wow. I feel there was a lot of catharsis in that. In your fucking face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so that's your choice as a player to believe. I believe that you believe that. God damn it, Vera. So, I saw it with my own eye. I don't know. We'll keep working on it, Vera. I believe in you. Thanks. So what'd you two do with your gods and such? Together? Oh, uh, nothing today. Maybe tomorrow. What, Soul's what mouth nothing? twitches again. What do you mean nothing today? Didn't hear from Eden today. There's always tomorrow. So what, you two are just going to keep getting up in the morning together <laughs> and going to talk to Eden oh, in the woods, huh? No, I can't keep this up every morning. Oh, come on, Maybe. just one more time. I know Wait. you. Wait, another tight show. Soul looks pissed. Maybe not Wait, tomorrow. Where, where did you what? pray? Over at the shrine. Well, I mean, this as, as much of a... Sh- it's a shrine... Maybe it's just that Eden doesn't talk to stumps. Maybe Can... we just need to find another location. What's it uh, look like, Beardy? It's a little shrine in, in Wrightburg, in the town. It's just on the outskirts of it. It's a, a large tree stump that's sort of been shaved down to have almost like a bowl effect to the stump. And there's some candles and things around it. It's a shrine to Eden sort of as a way for them to like, say prayers and give offerings for bountiful harvests and things like that. I point to it as I there? That's where you prayed? Right there, and then I point to the forest. Instead of her temple, <laughs> it seemed like a close walk. <laughs> well, yeah, there is your problem. I told you, it's a logical process. You know, Eden isn't the god of stumps. She's the god of, I don't know, everything else. Maybe you could get better contact near the, the ley lines. 
Beauty, am I allowed to try again today at the temple? Uh, uh yeah, I guess. <laughs> Yay! okay so let's have some lunch soul would you be willing to make up some phenomenal breakfast and lunch looks like they don't do they they have a very deadpan slightly glared look at marcus i can help if you'd like yeah sure fine (laughs) that'll make it all better Uh, i was actually going to see if callis wanted to make breakfast I didn't know she had such a talent for this before. You know, only if she wants to. I, I think the kitchens might be a bit crowded. I see. Would you be opposed to it in the future? I don't know if it's tied to bad memories. Um, yeah, maybe in the future. Yeah, right. Sol kind of stomps ahead of Marcus and makes sure their pace is just a little too fast for him. I see they all sitting around a little bit. Don't we have something to get to? We gotta have food. Are we not going to contact Kalana in... I would love to contact him. Should we make breakfast or brunch or whatever and have him join us so we can tell him we're all fucked? Sorry. And then Soul grabs the muse no. out of their pocket and puts it in their mouth. I don't know if that sounds like a good idea. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean that. Let's go make breakfast, Marcus. How is Marcus feeling right now? Marcus just has very wide eyes at the moment. No, but how is he feeling? Confused. He's, okay. he's rather oblivious to a lot of things. Lovett, it's definitely got some mild terror going on. She's like, uh-oh. I don't know if we did it wrong either. This is going to escalate. Time to Mark. make breakfast. Is it a wisdom save? I'm <laughs> Wait, pretty make- sure it is. Are you making breakfast for lunch? I'm making brunch. Looks like it, yeah. 2.30pm. <laughs> breakfast time. Uh, I'm making liner. Uh, breakfast is an anytime meal. Wis- is, is it a wisdom roll? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh an nice. 18. You did a good job. You make a good, you make a good meal. I did it, guys. This is a good meal. You did it. Yeah, you did it. You did this. Good job. So that was a delicious meal. I'm well aware. I'm a good cook. <laughs> I put parsley in almost everything, as a great accent. I can really taste the sass. <laughs> Shall we call for now? Yeah, let's head over to the temple. I mean, it's it's the forest. Yeah, it's a forest. <laughs> All right. The party heads southwest into the Great Vale toward the Druid Circle. Soul's walking behind people and seeing where everyone's walking together and stuff. Oh, yeah. Normally they take the lead. Attached to Marcus right now. She's getting that nostalgic feeling again. She's just kind of absentmindedly gravitating towards the other small person. Soul is glaring daggers behind you, too. (laughs) (laughs) I figure that she's probably got some more senses going on with surface level emotions. I assume that Vera's in the front as to direct where to go. I mean, you know where the forest is, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's where all the trees are. Yeah, it's where the trees are at. Everyone knows that. And uh, Karis will pretty much be, I guess, a few steps behind Vera. Alright, so we will arrive. Well, we're here. Marcus, do whatever it is how you do so well. Beardy, would it be a different modifier given the... the No. Close... Okay. (laughs) Oof. Why aren't we just planting a walnut? Yeah, but I don't want to use that yet. He'll just give us another walnut. You don't know that. He literally sent us in for recon for information. You think he doesn't want us to contact him? Just let me try this first. <sighs> Whoa! Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> one. Oh my god. 
That's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> a three, a three, and a one. Hey, Malcus, it's okay. It's okay. You know, in it's the important past, until time. In the past, Marcus has done very well on critical roles. Very well. I mean, this is not necessarily life or death, but still. <sighs> Mildly depressing. Oh, I guess we have to try. Yeah, I'm sorry, Malcus. Y'all, it's okay. She'll talk to me someday. Hey, maybe. <laughs> Let's see. I'm just saying, so if it says as a god for you, then that's okay too. One day. One day. So who's got a nutcracker? Just put it in the ground, Vera. I'm so tired of waiting. What uh, was it that Corona said to Vera about the walnut? If you need to get a hold of him, just plant it in the ground. Okay. I will plant it in the ground then. Alright. <laughs> you push it into the I soft... I so hope he just... You push it into the earth and it pushes itself into the ground very easily. It almost as if it offers no resistance to enter the dirt. And a moment later, a plant sprouts from the ground and begins to rapidly grow from that area, eventually sprouting into a decent-sized tree. Yay! Is it a walnut tree? Yes. Yay! I love walnuts! Uh, yeah. The walnut sprouted a walnut tree. <laughs> Shocker! <laughs> very odd of it. <laughs> a crazy twist of fate. Whoa! <laughs> So, Corona's there? So a tree sprouted out of the ground. Okay. And the tree, it, it almost as if it morphs around or shifts a bit, and it suddenly has a humanoid-looking face on one side of it looking at all of you. Soul looks guilty. Well, that is uncomfortable by that. It speaks. Oh, hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think his character was so wooden before. Oh. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Anyways, Soul nudges Levette and is like, show him the notebook. Uh, I will do that. I'll pull it out. This is, we found this in Glau's castle. Oh, and that is a, a journal of some form? Yes, I believe You so. wanted information. I'm not sure if it is honest, but... I would say to hand it here, but the, this tree doesn't have arms, so... You know, you know what? Hold on, hold on a second. I, I, I've got this. The face I disappears. Oh, jeez. Okay. Soul goes up to the tree and starts to see if they can climb it. The tree oh. actually starts to crack and peel oh, apart, no. and it's almost as if there's nothing behind the bark because suddenly a druid pushes their way out of the tree, as the tree sort of dissolves into plant materials and dust. Damn, I was gonna try to get more walnuts. A druid stands in front of you, ancient looking. Oh, Soul looks even more guilty now that he's actually here. Here, <laughs> it's like that's that's a bit more convenient, I suppose. Soul's kind of hiding in the back of the group. Marcus kneels, I guess. Get up. <laughs> Still, we don't we don't do that here. <laughs> Still, we found Glarv. <sighs> Unpleasant, I believe, is the best way to describe him. Actually, he was pretty nice until I don't know what happened. Actually. Suddenly, I, everyone was, was in the room together. No, he, he summoned us somehow. Oh. He had desecrated a shrine to Eden. And they jumped out of a window and it exploded, and I did like a roll in the ground, and it was really cool. The old Eden temple was filled with a bunch of pictures of what I assume used to be his wife or lover. She had black hair and kind of was similar to Karis, like with the whole pale skin and pretty face and stuff, but a little bit different. 
because you know people look different. Drug. And Malchus was all like, "Oh, I'm going to tell you who said this," but then he was all like, "Oh, it's your muscle." <laughs> yeah, it was, and it was like cool. And then I shot the chandelier, and it was like, and I crashed, and I totally hit it, and it was really cool. And I was like, "Oh, you got me for weeks." So that on. Soul is shuffling their feet. He wanted to eat us. Yes. Yeah, he he asked us who uh, uh, sent us to him. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I answered. I see. I'm sorry. You did, you did what you could. I didn't give him your actual name. That's fine. He also seemed to know about Sol's home and we are right. It might be in danger. It's very possible, which is why we need to move. Yes, what we need to do. We were powerless against him. Have you read everything in that book yet? No, we've only just got back. He sits down on a nearby rock and kind of pats next to him while looking at Levette. I'll go sit over. So he holds out a hand for the book. Yeah, pass it over to him. All right, so he sort of holds it. A little bit. Yeah, he holds it between the two of you, and you guys read it together. So what does it say? So, all right, the basics of it, as you read it, and it takes a little while. It's a decently long journal. It appears to be the journal of a minor nobleman named Glarv, House Glarv. Mostly it is him pining after a woman named Teresa. He wanted to marry her, but she was of a higher stature house. He made various political maneuvers. He attempted to increase his standing and importance in the realm, and he was unsuccessful. We'll put it that way. Driven to utter desperation, he ended up seeking, as you're reading it in the journal, seeking alternative means to get to power. And he apparently got into some, you know, light demonology. And he may or may not have summoned something. And yeah, he may or may not have summoned something into the world and ended up mm, signing perhaps an immortal soul or two over And uh, the next thing you know, he's got lots and lots of magic powers and a whole boatload of new abilities. And using that, he was able to consolidate power and become king of his area in short order. As you're reading through this journal, I mean, it's it's crazy. You've never heard of any of these places, by the way. Like, as you're reading them, he's listing out cities and noble houses and kingdoms, and you've never heard of any of them. They're all completely foreign to you. Huh. So it's strange. It's like he's... From some distant land that you've never conceived I of. It's just very old. I assume he's from a different world. I don't think so. I think it's just from an older kingdom. So he's describing in the in the journal his success and his ultimate final success was that he was crowned king, and by royal decree, he basically had Teresa become his wife. I'm sure she loved that. Oh, right? Could you imagine? Soul says sarcastically. And <laughs> it and was. Well, as you're reading it, the further and further you get in the journal, the less coherent it becomes. Yeah. Until when you're getting to this point, he got married to Teresa by royal decree, and then it stops being a play-by-play. It stops being like a collection of this, then this, then this, and starts to almost become a stream of consciousness, where he's just writing about how much he loves her and how much he misses her. Misses her. And he keeps referring to as my sweet Teresa after this point. It's very strange. It drops the pretense of being a historical record, essentially. Oh, you know, and it's becomes not that like strange a love to me. 
I may or may not have read a notebook that's similarly insane and obsessive, and may may or not have written one. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what you've got. So Corona reads that with you, and mm-hmm. you guys finish the whole thing. Closes it, sets it down. What a book, man. It's so strange when you read something and then you feel like you've gone through this huge experience, but also the world doesn't really recognize it and you can't really communicate that. Also, I can. Like, Malchus is probably feeling it right now. Also, wow. Really shit. I don't know that so That all seems like what we know. I mean, we figured he had something for that woman that he made 20 paintings of in the room. It doesn't seem like she's still alive. So I don't think she has the totem, unless it is her remains. Yeah, I wouldn't be so sure. I think that she's definitely a key to this, but this makes it more um, complicated. How does it when... make it complicated? Well, if if the totem is Teresa, then we're going to have to go on a bit of a bit of a side trip. Side trip. <laughs> that may be the biggest understatement I've ever made in my life. Right. Where well, are we going, Corona? I need a side trip to well. Alright, there are only a few beings that I know of that would have the know-how to do what I think, what I'm worried we may have to do here. There's someone I'd like you to consult with first. There's someone that I feel like you should meet that might, well, I've been around for a while, but I certainly don't know everything. And there's someone who has a bit more up-to-date information than I do. I think that's probably where you should go. Where's this? What's their name? If you say Hildegard, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> no. How is Hildy these days? She's doing great. Her sweet tea tastes amazing. It is. She's very nice. She made us kill a bunch of weavers. It was terrible. Yeah, she didn't really want us about the thought. kind of messed up with our heads. <laughs> Corona starts laughing. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I bet it does. I'm sure she gave you the whole line about developing into heroes or some such, right? Yeah, it was great. Uh, It was. Dear God, I I do love it when y'all adventuring folk just learn how to bond with each other. Wow, that was a really good episode. Let me try. I'm Hildegard. Hildegard. Soul puts Uh, their hand over uh, Lovette's mouth. No, no. No, no. No, no. No, no. That, That was a good try. Yeah. Never again, though. (laughs) <laughs> Who and where are we going? I thought it was pretty close. Yeah, but How never again. It? It's a very old friend of mine that I'd like you to meet. Has it's anyone here looks suspiciously at Corona? Has anyone here ever been to Dareham? Uh, I don't know. Has any of us been to Dareham? No. Nope. Can't They've say I have. Other than the continent, but not sail. It's the island at uh, the top left. I'd probably have heard about <laughs> it though. I'm imagining all of you have at least heard of it at least one time or another. It's another kingdom. It's a, a human kingdom. It's called Darahem. Give me knowledge. Gladly. Nobility, if you have it. <gasps> oh my. Uh, that... <laughs> that was a 22 for me. Nice. I don't have it. All right. I'll give you a knowledge nobility. Nobility sucks. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Oh. I think it makes sense for Soul to know something. Would history come to play at all? Yeah, history's fine too. That's a 22 for me as well. Yeah, okay. same. So, you know that Dereham <laughs> is an island nation in the northwest part of the continent. It is a nation of sailors, fishermen. It is a nation of very... I don't want to say anything too negative, because I feel like that's bad connotations. They are people that, they're very loyal to their leader. 
the leader of Dereham is a queen, Queen Matilda. And Queen Matilda has been sitting the throne of Dereham for about a thousand years. Okay. What is she? Oh, I remember reading about this. Out so, of character, but I guess in character and will. So Dereham, it was founded by an adventurer. There was basically an adventuring party, kind of. Anyway, Matilda ended up running Dereham and extended her life. We'll put it that way. So She's like Marcus. Yeah, kind of. So she's been around for a long time and knows a lot of things. Dereham is renowned for a couple of things. It's renowned for its sailors. It's renowned for its spies. Its intelligence-gathering arm of its government is a well-known. Most other nations don't really like Dereham because Dereham spies get in all kinds of bullshit in other countries. So, yeah, a lot of other countries think that they're annoying because of that. You but... can't deal with a few spies. What kind of loot are you? Exactly. The gnomes get it. It's a gnome spies. Like, you'll have to have, expect that these two of your employees are actually spies for another company. Mm -hmm. If you have more than two employees, one of them is probably a spy for the government. Exactly. Yeah, everyone knows that. So Corona explains that Matilda is one of the oldest beings that he knows of, and she would likely have at least some lead to accomplish what he thinks you guys might have to do. Dereham is pretty far away, but it's actually not the biggest site like we've ever been on. And Vera can take us there, right? Most of the way. We'll probably have to take a ship the rest of the way. Oh, I don't want to do any more ships! <laughs> Just don't look at the movement too much. I'm not buying another hot spring. No, I said you have to, but okay. But what about Persodium? Sol looks down at the ground. I don't want to leave Sol. I and try. I will go back right before the wedding. You'll all accompany me to the wedding, but after that I have to stay there. I'll find a way. I know things are crazy right now, but I'm going to find a way to keep what, you... What do you mean you have to stay there? Huh? What What do you mean you have to stay there? Um... Oh, really? Due to circumstances of my bloodline, after I'm married... On the spring equinox, I have to remain in the village to keep everyone safe. But can't you do whatever anywhere? Not with Glarv on the loose currently. But you will kill Glarv somehow. But even still, I can't let people know about me. And the fact that he knows about me still freaks me out. So I'm going to find a way to keep you safe. Safe enough that being hidden away would not be better than it. I'm going to find a way to death-proof you. To what? To... Make you immune to dying. Soul looks a little sad. I... And then they look over at Corona. Actually, how are you still alive? Well, when a druid attains a certain understanding of nature, the living energies of the world sort of just have suffused so much of you that you've pretty much left that loop. Soul glances over at Vera for a second and then back at Corona. <sighs> Never mind. And I still age. It's just much slower. Like a tree. Something like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> he reaches over to Marcus and pulls a walnut from behind his ear. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we might need really a couple of those. He's not allowed to eat them. You might not want to give them to him. <laughs> <laughs> we need to summon Corona. What? What What do you mean? We need to summon Corona. What? I, I got hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I just figured Corona emerges from inside of him. <laughs> Bursts out from his mouth. I've had enough of the thing in this D&D campaign for one setting. I'm good. Oh, no, no, that was Alien. There's so much, no, more, I... there's so much more of the thing to be had. There's so Ooh. much more Corona Every day. we can do. So, anyways, our next goal is to go meet Queen Matilda, right? That's who you want us to meet, Corona? Mm-hmm. Because I think you guys, well... I think you're going to have to find some trace of Teresa. I believe that, based on this, he taps on the journal, that seems to be what this is all about. And you think she knows where Teresa is? No. I think she knows how to get you to where Teresa is, if that makes sense. Why you think that is? Just so that we're on the same page. Yeah, Hildy's spoken enough riddles. I'm good for one lifetime, I think. And I'm an elf. I have a long time. Then I'll speak plainly. Glarv wasn't from this world. Ha ha! I knew it! Self high five! (laughs) None of the eight were from this world. Each one was from a different planet. Each one in their desperation or selfishness or greed or lust for power. All of them summoned the enemy. And each one of them caused their world to die because of it. Oh. So, you are going to have to find a way to... We're going to to a different planet? He shakes his head, yes. Shakes his head, yes. (laughs) Yeah, he shakes his head, yes. And he nods. And he says, that is something that's outside of my expertise. What about this Matilda makes that in her expertise? Their expertise? If I'm going to a different world, we gotta do this fast before the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, I think that uh, we might be. If we are able to stop Glad, you can still come with us, right? Soul shakes their head. Why not? We can do so much for the hive together. Hive? You don't just want me to be around because you're my friend? Of course I want you around, but I also care about the hive. Soul shrugs with a pained expression. Uh, we'll figure something out, okay? Okay. Vera looks extremely super worried. Soul does a quick glance at Corona and then just kind of smiles at everyone, but their arms are kind of crossed. They're like kind of doing a self-hugging motion almost, or like you're kind of just holding everything in. Mm. We'll figure something out, guys. Don't worry. Soul turns back to Corona. They still look really guilty. I'm sorry, my crown. It's all right. Glarv's reach is long, but not long enough. Not yet, at least. So the way I see it, you have two paths ahead of you. You can use this gate, and you can go either to Parthenay or to Cidervale. It doesn't matter to me what you choose. But from there, you'll need to make your way north and find a boat to get you to Dereham. From there, you should be able to make your way to the capital city and try to get an audience with the queen. She's reclusive, so hopefully you can talk your way into it. What is Cidervale? Is that a forest? Yeah. Cidervale, it's basically a fey nation. Okay. It's a nation of satyrs. Mostly. We can oh, talk was, to them! Yep. I thought it was Cidervale, like C-I-D-E-R. No, 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 it's C-Y-T-E-R. Cidervale. Well, Parthenay might have better port for us. Mm, Parthenay's a, a human uh, kingdom. They could be racists. <laughs> Possibly. Before we go, I started to consecrate the temple over at Guar's place, and I sort of felt eaten. Very fleeting. I don't know, but I haven't felt anything since. I'm guessing I'm on the right path? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. 
Your relationship oh, with Eden is yours. Why do you want Eden to recognize you so badly? Can't explain it. Not even a little? Can't. Not a won't. It's a can't. Yeah, I'm sure. Ah, fine. When you have the connection, it fills you. <laughs> Quiet. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't laugh first. <laughs> hmm? Well, hopefully you'll hear her through our travels. Let's, um... Get started towards Matilda's place so that we can get the whole going to a different world thing done with before my wedding. Okay, okay, good team meeting. Woo! Great team meeting. So which way are we heading, Zell? Ah, that is a question for Vera. I believe Parthenay is probably our best bet for getting to the island. Where does this take us to? Parthenay. Oh, I see. I don't exactly use the stones, though. Vera can, because she's a druid and really good at it. Yeah. Exactly how does it work? <laughs> I don't know. Corona! <laughs> how does Vera use uh, it? Corona. All right. Corona will lead Vera over to the center of the standing circle and go over the basic use of a lithogate. How to feel the ley lines, how to channel the natural energies of the earth to link two specific gates together. And then how to step through. So it's actually pretty easy. You just have to hit the input button mm-hmm. right here. Yep. And, uh, and, and scroll the... down. Yeah. HDMI. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I already turned it on and off again to get it working. Uh, but my, my old TV didn't used to have this, so I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I think I, I understand. All right. Is everyone ready? Are we leaving the horses behind? So? That's what Soul's thinking about is the horses. <laughs> they had a blank face for a second. Uh, I don't want to Mr. Bojangles behind. Soul looks over at Corona and tugs on his sleeve. Yes. Can you make sure that they take care of my horsies? <laughs> of course. That was Soul in their most innocent form currently, just because it's like, it's their pets. It's their babies. They never got a horsey before. <laughs> okay, well, princess. I don't need to tell you that time's not on our side. So. Yeah, you don't. Best of luck. <laughs> Thank you, Soul gives Corona a hug. If you need anything, pulls out another walnut. Wait, what? how much time do you think we have? How long do you think we have until Glauve makes a move? Based on what I've just heard today, not very long. Especially long since enough you... to, to get back, or should we go to Placidium first? There's no point in going to Presidium first. If Glarve attacks it now and we don't have that totem, he's unstoppable. What's the point? Exactly. I see. We need that if we're going to stop him. So you all need to get to Daraham. You need to get to that other world. You need to get that totem and get back here before the equinox. Fuck. Let's get moving some. Soul holds out their hand for the walnut. He places a walnut in your hand. Soul gives Corona a hug. It'll be okay. Probably. (sighs) You're the worst. It will be okay. You know what? Even if things go horribly, which I can't say they won't because anyway, we still are with Soul. I trust in Zephyr. So walks over to Vera. You ready? Yeah, everyone. All right, let's go. I put my hands on the gate and activate it. All right. Let's go. Pulling to Parthenay? Parthenay. All right. You set the destination to Parthenay. You feel the tug of the ley lines of the planet, and you feel wind swirling around, obstructing all of your vision and making everything cloudy and foggy. And then suddenly, you're not where you were.
Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or if you want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic, go to our Patreon under Kanishra. Until next time. <laughs>